good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening to the Roof of Wisconsin show. Episode 99 coming at you from the Mean Your True Value and Riverwood Gallery Studio in De Pere, Wisconsin. I'm host producer Eric Fisher. Joining me this week, member of the Highway 22 crew, Sean Klassman. Sean, how are you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you? Fantastic. And also Secretary Shauna. Secretary Shauna, how are you? I'm great. Glad to hear that. <laughs> Way to have to ask the question Shauna. So I'm very you, proud of you. You never give me the opportunity. You always ask me like how I am. You never give me the opportunity to do like the 90s, like, what's up? And I was... Is that what you want to do? Yeah, it was. Okay. I did. Is that, that all you've been waiting for your yeah, whole life? Yeah, I mean, kind of, but he always asked me a question, so I can't... What, what do you, how do you want me to set it up? I don't know, like how you... I don't okay, know. here we go. No, 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 I don't want you to do it. Let's Here's do Secretary Shauna. No. Well, now I got stage fright. What's it had up? to be... What's up? All right. Anyway, before we get in the show, <laughs> some housekeeping. As always, got to talk about our friends over at Monkey Knife Fight and... Raise Energy, RepSports.com, code ROOT4, R-O-O-T, number 4, 15% off any order. Check their link out on the website, RootForWisconsin.com. We've also got Monkey Knife Fight. Play along with the contest at Monkey Knife Fight. Put some money in your pocket so you can go buy more Raise Energy if you choose to. We've also got our friends over at RPW, RPW Destiny 2. This weekend, Sean, Shauna, myself... And Justin will be in attendance. Woo! Uh, Sean, myself, Justin, and maybe our special guest will be going into the ring with the championship belt to present that to the RPW Cruiserweight Championship winner, triple threat elimination style match. Shauna is too afraid to get in the ring because she's worried she'll trip. We need, yeah. we need somebody to film, though. Yeah, that's me. That's my job. I'm Secretary Shauna. Like, that's that's my MO, man. Yeah, but you could go in the wrestling <clears throat> ring. No. No, thank you. <laughs> I think you're just worried that you'll trip. Among other things, yeah. <laughs> what, what other things? It's, you know, a little personal, so. <laughs> All right. Well, tickets are still available uh, for that, and you can get those either at the Watering Hole, through the RPW website or Facebook page, and then also, I always get this wrong, so I'm actually going to go to the page to make sure I get it right, because like I said, tickets are still available. You can check out them through RPW Wrestling, like I said, rpwprowrestling.com, and also a store in the Appleton Mall, uh, which would be Look Sharp at the Fox River Mall. So get your tickets there. They're still at the advanced ticket price uh, through Friday, I believe. So be sure to check that out. Um, just announced, or I mean, there are a team that's already going to be there. It's tag team the Hex, which consists of the of Marty Bell and Sienna. Uh, they came out as the PWI number two ranked or number nine, excuse me, ranked tag team in the entire world of all wrestling. Uh, the Usos of WWE were named number one, so top ten tag team will be in attendance uh, at the event. So Marty Bell, Allison K. Uh, will be part of that tag team. Uh, so be sure to get your tickets for that. Again, join the Root for Wisconsin guys. We'll be there and Shauna um, December 10th at the Watering Hole. Be uh, doors open at 6, bell time at 7. So be sure to check that out. Best way to spend 30 bucks. It's a great way to spend 30 bucks. Um, only, I believe, two front row seats are open still. So be sure to get those. Otherwise, they do have tickets in the second row and third row, as well as the general admission bleachers. 
So tickets are still available. I believe 15 tickets left in the uh, the second row, and I believe 16 in the third row. So tickets are going fast. Be sure to eat those up and have a great Saturday night. I mean, Ramsey says it. Shauna just said it. It's the best way to spend $15, $20, 30 bucks, whatever. Great fun. Lots of laughs. Cheap beer. Heck yeah. What more could you want? Not much. So that's our business side of things. We've also got a major announcement, and we had teased this on social media today. So just want to talk about September 24th, 2020. I'd gotten a new tattoo. And out of nowhere, Justin Dahl decided to message me. And eventually what became the Root for Wisconsin podcast, me, Justin Ramsey, um, had got it started. And really from that time, we were just, you know, if this show ever became something, it'd be a blast. If it didn't, it'd still be a blast. Where life was, I didn't even know Shauna yet. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> life before me. <laughs> before one of my best friends. I mean, Sean and I, uh, probably the furthest we've ever been as friends, too, at the time. So uh, life just came full circle in those two years. It's been great. Um, we're starting a second show. Woo! And Woo! that is going to be primarily Justin. Uh, he's kind of taking the lead on that one. I'll be w- with him on that, too. So it'll be back to the roots with Coach Dahl and Eric. And it's going to have a high school sports focus. We're actually recording the first episode tomorrow night. Uh, We have a huge special guest coming. Badger 2023 commit quarterback Cole Crew from Colorado will be our first guest to talk high school sports. So Root for Wisconsin show is growing. Episodes coming out. I don't think it's going to be weekly like this show is, but... Second show coming from the Rupert Wisconsin Network. Whoa. So <laughs> thanks to everyone who listens. Um, and thanks to support that we've gotten in these two years. I mean, we're right at the point where we started recording two years ago, our first ever episodes, which not as good as these, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, but so grateful for all of our listeners and that we get to keep doing this and, again, have a second show. So... I'm excited. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Shauna. <laughs> One more night of Eric not around. So sad. That's a good thing for you, though. Sometimes, you know, like especially the holiday season, I get to go watch my Hallmark movies, and he'll be. Are you wrap, wrapping Christmas gifts for him and that, that, that kind of stuff? And... That too. You know, it's you say like I'm gone. I'm, I'm like ten steps. Yeah, but from anywhere in the apartment. You're, yeah, you're shut down in here though. Right. Door, doors closed. Yep. I suppose. It'll be a good opportunity for me to just have some wine, watch your Hallmark movies. Sean's got it down. Whatever. That's what Carolyn's doing tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just, he knows. I just figured it's probably close to the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So a little bit of business talk. Um, we got the, the the financials out of the way, the obligations out of the way. And we can talk some sports now. Uh, we start off the episode with what we always started off for, and that is what we had rooted for in the last week. Uh, we had that is brought to you by Fanatics, and they have a new campaign going as well. So, got to make sure I'm on top of that as well. Um, but new campaign from Fanatics, and this time of year, you're just kind of grateful for all your teams. So, showing off all your love for all your teams, and I believe it's Fanatics Frenzy 
is the new hashtag, but I am not 100% sure on that, and my email is not loading. But <laughs> This is great radio. <laughs> so uh, show your love for your team. 300-plus powered stars. We were talking about it the other night when Sean came over um, and Mark and Hannah and Carolyn all came over you know, with the WWE gear, now going through Fanatics. It's all... I mean, basically everything's Fanatics, right, at this point. So just kind of a cool thing that, of where we are on that as fans. Um, really a one-stop shop for anything sports that you can think of. Love being part of them, uh, being partnered with them. And it is indeed actually 2022 Fanatics fan. Mm. So get your merch, show off your team, your love for your team. And hashtag 2022 Fanatics fan what we had rooted for and sean i'll let you go first this week um i'm going with mlb free agency the start of it this week i think it's been it's been a great week so far and well, that's kind of what i'm going with so aaron, aaron judge getting a big contract today the highest highest contract in base in baseball now compared to like mike trout and bryce well, harper harper there's been some huge deals. Right. So for those of you not in the world of baseball, um, we are at the MLB winter meetings, which is usually kind of the best time for trades and free agency signings to happen in the offseason. Obviously, they happen throughout the year, but this is kind of your big splash. Um, some big things going down, as Sean had mentioned. Aaron Judge ends up re-signing with the Yankees after it was initially reported by John Heyman that he was going to leave the East Coast, go to the West Coast, become a member of the Giants. Uh, but the Giants weren't shying away from that. They actually went and got an all-star outfielder themselves after that deal kind of fell through. They went and got Mitch Hanniger for a three-year, $43.5 million contract. Uh, Trey Turner going from West Coast to East Coast kind of signing with I believe the highest free eight or highest shortstop deal yeah, ever I think, done. I think that's what it was. Um and that getting done yesterday to go to the Phillies. Um uh, also kind of some of the rumor mill going around um is that the Willie Adamas contract is supposed to be done here pretty quick. Um that obviously has not been confirmed yet by any of the baseball reporters, but if we hear from that we will obviously post it. So some big stuff going on. Former Brewer Jace Peterson, uh, no longer a Brewer. He is signed with the Oakland Athletics for whatever reason. I don't know, but he's going to go play for Oakland. Uh, there's another signing we're going to get to in a little bit. But uh, before we do that, Shauna, do you have a root for for this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, preparing for a different segment later. Uh, so I have not been listening. Sorry. Um, I don't think I have a root for other than, um, this is what we did last week, right? What we well, for. it doesn't have to be that it can be anything positive in the last week. Oh, uh, well, we had like a little nice Friendsgiving here on Friday, last Friday with, uh, Mark, Hannah, Sean and Carolyn, and we had some pasta food and games and some drinks and it was nice. I like the time of the year where we get to get together right. with friends. I guess you don't have to save that for just the holidays, but no. It's amplified during the holidays. It was, just, it was just it was just fun. It was just fun to do. It was a blast. Um my route for damn it, I was kind of thinking of that route. I was gonna steal that wholesome route. Oh uh, you um, be in a for wholesome. once in your life. 
Yeah, once in your life, be wholesome. I was wholesome to start the show. Yeah. I was wholesome to end the show last week. You know what? I'm going to go with college basketball, college football. What a crazy weekend we had. Um, college football, finally some chaos with the playoff rankings. I mean, we had Friday night, uh, USC lost to Utah, giving them two losses on the year. TCU lost early on Saturday. Michigan had a little bit of a scare early on against Purdue. So some of those games and kind of those final two playoff spots, really the final three playoff spots were up in the air. Georgia took care of business against LSU, but um, some great college football over the weekend. Also college basketball, huge upset happening yesterday with Illinois knocking off number two, Texas. And James Madison giving the a run for the money to number three, Virginia. Um, so kind of that year, the time of year before the tournament of non-conference games and huge upsets the badgers getting a relatively big upset knocking off the undefeated previously undefeated number 13 maryland terrapins yesterday uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the episode but just kind of a great time with upsets and a couple court storms and whatnot too so and again co- college football conference championship games being wild and kind of putting the playoff committee in a little bit of a weird spot where i really thought they were going to move tcu to four and then have Michigan, Ohio State at two, three. But I guess they're kind of instructed not to do that, to try to have or not have rematches in the um, opening unless, rounds. Yeah, unless it's for the championship, of course. So, I, I mean, I get that, but I kind of think that's how it should have fallen. I don't think Ohio State's a four because what? So it's Georgia. It's Georgia, Michigan, and- TCU, who lost in overtime. So they, I guess the committee didn't penalize them for losing in overtime. Um, and then Ohio State gets the four spot over USC. And Nick Saban, for as much pleading as he did, which we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. I've got a lot of negatives. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll get right into it. Tyler Hero, Nuggie of the Week. I've got three this week. Holy man. Oh, boy. So first, Nick Saban uh, going on any network that would happen, which was basically all of them over the weekend, including the Big Ten Championship, to lobby for Alabama to get in the playoff. Uh, as a two-loss team and a non-conference winner, not even in, they didn't even play in the conference championship. Right. Uh, as a non-conference winner to get into the playoff, because they said that they, his whole logic was that they would be favored in the opening round games, and he just looked like a tool all weekend, uh, basically pleading for anybody who, who would listen, which really is dumb because the only people who are actually having a say in it. Yeah, it doesn't. Don't it, watch the TV. It won't matter. So. so, anyway, so that's the first one. Uh, second one, really quick one. I'm not sure if this actually goes to Bango, the mascot, or the Cole Center. Uh, last, <laughs> do you see what, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know. So, <laughs> last night at the Badger game, Badgers, Maryland, the Milwaukee Bucks Rim Rockers were part of the halftime show. Okay. Including Bango, the Buck, which is the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Bucks mascot. <laughs> as part of the show so you know usually um they have like the trampoline ramps or whatever and usually they do like the alley-oops where they bounce off the floor they bounce off the backboard and then the next guy comes and does another setup and then somebody at the end of the line which was bangle in this case um came for the slam dunk finally well on the last trick and i don't know if it was the scheduled last trick or not but the last trick bangle comes for his dunk and broke the rim on the back <laughs> on off the backboard so halftime ended up having, or the second half ended up being delayed in the Kohl's Center for that game on ESPN, which the studio analysts were like, what the hell? Like, we're not supposed to have this happening. That seems about right. Because they had to replace the rim 
on the far end basket because of Bango the Bucks. So I don't know if that actually goes in the Cole Center or on Bango. A little bit of both. Um, for having weak rims that aren't used to getting slammed on and leave it to a mascot, right, right. Shauna? Oh, yeah. Those grimy. Grimy? Grimy. grimy. I was going to say a bad word there, but I'm going to save your ears. Scary. Those grimy <laughs> Fs. So, okay, you got one more. One more. And Sean, Shauna, listeners, you know what they say. As things change, the more they stay the same. Leave it to the goddamn St. Louis Cardinals. They get rid of one douchebag. He retires Yadier Molina. And <laughs> they just replaced him with another one. Five-year deal to Wilson Contreras, formerly of the Cubs. Oh, ew. I like it. Noogie. Like I said, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Douchebag catchers being St. Louis Cardinals. That's my third Noogie. Shauna, you have any for the week besides that one? <laughs> that one. I hate the Cubs, and I also hate the Cardinals. <laughs> and they always get crappy D-bag players <laughs> trying to stay positive here. What but about your fantasy oh. team? Oh. oh. <sighs> He's getting cocky again. <laughs> no, Oh, no get to Adam Thielen and uh, Derrick Henry. Derek Henry <clears throat> laid two fat goose eggs on Sunday. <clears throat> Had they... <laughs> Pulled through, I probably would have won. I don't know if it would have mattered. I think I won by like 50. No, okay, but Adam Thielen put up four points, Eric, which is usually like 20. And Derrick Henry, yes, he, the last couple I, weeks. I would give him 10. Okay. The, okay. All right. Hang on a second. <laughs> okay. So the last few weeks, Adam Thielen's been like red hot. Anyways, but Derrick Henry mm-hmm. laid. A egg for me, which was absolute garbage. Um, so anyways, yeah, nookie to those two because for what it's worth, I'm looking at the feeling stats. He ha- he's averaging about 11. He did have a good, actually great week 12 where he had 21. Yeah, okay. The previous three weeks, though, he had 4.5, 9.9, and 9.7. Okay, well, whatever it is. Um, nobody gave me a good running back. I thought someone <laughs> I thought some of you listeners would go through. So noogie to them too, especially the people who weren't playing for nothing. Not the Help point. a sister Not out. The point. We want to take down Kamish Fish. And you know what, listeners? Because I'm so mad, I am willing to trade you Josh Allen and or Derrick Henry so that you guys can all beat Eric. So anybody want Josh Allen, you hit me up for a trade. We, we can't make trades anymore. Well, I'll drop them. <laughs> I'll drop them. So anyways. I'll put them back on your team automatically. I'm the commissioner. I can do that. Right. Well, that would be rude. I'm not going to. I would never overdo my power like yeah, that. Yeah, you would. I feel like you would. And we were sitting at the table the other night, and I told him he would do. I would do that. And he's like, oh, well, I can do whatever. That's unethical. I would do whatever. I could do whatever I want because I'm the commissioner. So right. all you people in the Rufus Wisconsin League, you wanna you want a good quarterback? You hit me up. We'll we'll do some business together. It's it's really only me, him, Ramsey, and Mark. Mark. Well, that's do you all need that's a, does anybody need a quarterback? Josh Allen's putting up I, some nice points. I don't know. I don't know if Mark's even looking at his at his team. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's can, got as of right now for the projections. He's got a full lineup. So, <laughs> can I tell the gang what uh, what you have to do now that you won? 
I mean, we made a bet, yeah. Yeah, so we made a bet. If he, I don't know how this benefited me though. I, Anyways, if, not, if you agreed to it, so if I, I won, I, he was gonna buy me a pedicure. If I lost, I have to buy him an eyebrow threading, so which he, I don't want to do. What's an, what is an eyebrow threading? First, okay, we're gonna talk about this real quick. Well, because we're talking about noogies. I, I understand that you're giving a noogie to eyebrow threading. <laughs> Fuck eyebrow threading. Did you already have it done? I've had it done once. This fucking hurts. Basically, what they do is they take like a small picture, like, picture lot. fishing line. Yeah, yeah, like fishing line. Okay. They tie a knot, and then what they do is they line it up with like the crease of your brow, and then they pull it, and it pulls out all the rips it from hair. your scalp. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because then it, you have pretty eyebrows. Eric got it done last year. I did Aww. it. Out or of no, the March. kindness of my heart. In March. Out of the kindness of my heart, because Sean was getting it done, and she's like, oh, will you going to come with me? I'm like, yeah, sure. Eric cried. It fucking hurt. <laughs> first of all, I didn't cry. My eyes watered. Okay. I had I had doctor appointments <laughs> right before. First of all, you did cry. It was my you eyes did, were sensitive in the lights. I didn't cry. It, like I said, my eyes watered. I will admit that. It wasn't like crying though. But anyway, the fucking hurts. Anyways, you're getting know. you're getting a punishment, um, even though you won because you won against me and that's you know, fiance tax. So seems about right. Eyebrow threading it is. <laughs> I don't have to pay for it, so I guess that counts. But Sean, your noogie or noogies. <laughs> um, shit. Um, let's go to the Titans GM. Okay. Did I, I know he got fired already? But AJ Brown had or played his revenge game this week and absolutely torched him, and all they got was a first round pick for him. Who hasn't played? Yeah. Who hasn't Tr- played? Traylon Burks, right? Yep. Traylon Burks. Who hasn't played a whole lot? Hasn't really contributed much. Um, got a concussion again Sunday, so yeah, and that basically cost him his job. Right, I mean, it, it didn't. It didn't probably technically, but I'm sure it was at the final straw, man. Mm. After this, and you, you, you add AJ Brown to that team, I think that's an even better team than they already really are. Well, AJ Brown, not that he's like amazing, he's not gonna light the world on fire, but except this week he did. But he's still six five, two two twenty, can go up and get a ball whenever you need him to, and. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a he's a consistent player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely nuggy worthy. Any other one, Sean? Nothing I can think of off the top of my head. All right. So before we get into too much further, uh, just a quick what's weird Wisconsin one. This was kind of hard to find, but uh, <laughs> a really dull week for fun news stories. Really serious week. So <laughs> <laughs> if you're, yeah, we, we want to stay far away from that with yeah, the ten we, foot pole. Lots of lots of serious stuff going on in the world of Wisconsin. Um, so thoughts and prayers to all those situations. But in the lighter <laughs> side of things, uh, kind of coming to the story a little bit late, but a man in Brown County started a beer can collection when he was 65 years old and has thousands of beer cans. This was picked up by WBAY, uh, the small towns collection uh, story. He started collecting beer cans 25 years ago and hasn't stopped out in New Franken. uh, He says he's putting a lot of time in here and a lot of time out in the world collecting cans, drinking beer. Um, And yeah, I mean, this it's cooler with the pictures. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says the only he's paid $15 for a single can before just to have the can. Um, But yeah, it's just I mean, it's a really cool collection. So be sure to go to. Uh, WBAY, he's got 9,000 cans in his collection. Whoa, that's a lot of beer. Uh, so are actually, they empty that's what, cans? That's or what they... his oh. li- Probably some are empty and some are 
So he says, at last count, Leland's beer uh, can collection tops 9,000. And he's got a total of 15,000 items on display, which also includes decanters and stuff like that, too. Um, On his 90th birthday, a couple months ago, he had the first his first ever open house. He had 200 people show up to it just to see uh, as to... I would have went what it would be. That. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, they asked him what his favorite beer was. He said, yeah, I have a favorite kind, cold and free. Right. <laughs> um, says he'll never sell his collection. He hopes one of his grandkids will take it over and grow it when he's gone. If not, he says his family will have a full truck full to recycle. You know, <laughs> that's a lot to ask, like, one of your grandkids to take it. That's a lot of cans. Right. I mean, it probably takes up a lot of rooms. It's probably oh, his whole for house. Sure. It's, a, yeah. like, a basically a full basement, it looks like. So, like... Man, that one of his grandkids are gonna have to have like a big house. That's a lot. Or to... just take over that house. Right. Le- leave, every, leave everything. Leave everything there. there. Just become a museum of grandpa. <laughs> I like all the be- like the old school beer glasses and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's I, cool. I kind of collect some of, some of those things, but I don't know if I could do cans. The only time I've ever actually really seen a can collection was um, the uh, Stephen Boys next door. Mm-hmm. Mavis's sons yep. have theirs in the basement, but. By no means is it the same. No, gosh, the no. same one. I know there's some really cool ones if you if you go back and the Schmidt. I don't know if you've no, heard of the Schmidt beer cans. They got yes. all the um, the outdoorsy pictures and everything on their cans. Mm-hmm. Those ones are always pretty cool. Those ones are pretty expensive. So, like, are these worth like a lot of money? No, not no, really. No, I mean the most he's ever paid for one was like fifteen bucks, but they're enough. So then this is just. It's not a collection to like spin around and no. sell. It's no. like, hey, this is cool. Right. Okay. It's a cl- it's a clout collection. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I mean, a, it's one of those <laughs> I have what you don't have. Everybody can have a sure. trading card collection. Not everybody's got a beer can collection. Sure. Type, type thing. Well, that and I'm for, I'm sure for like a lot of the you know for him he's 90 years old but. Uh, a lot of them are just, you know, ones he probably grew up right. with. And, I mean, they can't. You look at just the kind of the evolution of the cans where, like, Miller Lights changed so much. Even in our lifetimes where they've mm-hmm. changed from the old blue and white. Then they went to kind of, uh, like, the all blue. And they've changed a few different times. So, uh, Bush Lights changed. Budweiser's changed. You know, plenty of change in those, too. So, I think that's kind of cool just to see the changes that they've made in their can designs. And, like, the but you think of, like, the Bush Light specialty cans. Sure. Uh, for like the corn cobs and the tractors and hunting, um, hunt and the hunting ones, yeah. So bush light apple ones, those two. That'd be a good. That'd be a good draft idea as a beer beer draft. Yes. Can I take Miller Light every turn? No, that's... no. <laughs> okay. You can go Miller products every turn, but I can't just do Miller Light. But Miller Light's the best. No. No. Yes, no. It is. Not even close. Well, can I do like different kinds, like? Draft Miller Lite, can Miller Lite, bottle Miller no, Lite. You can why do, it's different. No, you can do Miller Lite. You can do High Life. Yeah, but I don't like genuine those. draft. I don't like those. Well, I mean, I like the champagne of beers. That's, that's, that's Miller. High life. That's High Life. Sixty four. I don't like that one. That one tastes like pee. How do you Mi- know Miller Lite like does? I don't know. That's what Miller Lite tastes like. It does not. Yes, MGD sixty four is terrible. Okay, save it for another draft. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, which well that leads us to our draft of the week. Ah, uh-huh. yes, it does. This week we decided to go with Christmas movies. Um, so we did the wheel, and Shauna has the first pick for the draft. And Shauna, who did you go with number one? I'm gonna 
to go with a good old classic Christmas vacation. You cannot beat it. Cousin Eddie, um, you know, Clark Griswold getting up to no good. <laughs> Take, taking my pick. It is the best Christmas movie. It's probably it the... Like, I don't know if I'd say it's the best. I think it's the best one that's come out in... Like, since it came out, I don't think anything is better yet. No. Oh, I, I don't know about that. Anyway, pick two, Sean. Uh, The Grinch. Jim Carrey's Grinch. I'm curious. So, there's three Grinches mm -hmm. now. There's mm -hmm. the original, which personally I think is the best one. Ew. No. Black. And then there's Jim Carrey's. And then there's like the the new one, Benedict which... Cumberbatch one. Yeah, who that is? I, yeah. I, I watched that last night, and I didn't. I don't know. It was it was okay, but it was. It's good for kids, right? Like it's very kid kid friendly, but. But yeah. so so you're going with the the Jim Carrey was 2003, I think. Yeah, I think so. four or something like that. Uh, my first pick, I am going with the Santa Claus one, that, uh, with Tim Allen, yeah. which I think is personally my favorite Christmas movie of all time. That's a really mm. good one. Um. I I think it's the best of the trilogy, mm -hmm. and absolutely not. Really, I, I Sean, do you have Disney Plus? Yeah. Have you watched the new series that's come out? No. So there's a new series on Disney Plus, um, the Santa Clauses, kind of about his want to retire from being Santa Claus, and the process. You know, he's got the wife and kids now. He's been doing it for thirty years. Uh, really good. They've it's released every Wednesday. Um, they've got, I think it's a six episode miniseries. Episode five came out this morning. So a little bit to get into the first episode wasn't great, mm, okay. but you kind of set it up and then today's was amazing. So, uh, Santa Claus one, the one that started it all. And then my second pick, I'm going with elf. Uh, yeah, just another kind of one of those movies that growing up, um, you know, there's so many great quotes from it. Bye buddy. Hope you find your dad is one of the best ones. Um, Santa, I know him. Right. You know, just all-time classic, hilarious movie. I'm, Sean? Ne I'm next. Okay, yep. I'm going the Rudolph Claymation movie. That's a good another all-time classic. That, one, that one's really, always good. That's cute. Island of Misfit Toys. Right. Um, my second pick is going to be the Santa Claus Two. I think Santa Claus Two is better than Santa Claus One, which is a hot take. Yeah. But the cocoa part is. Which cocoa Top part? Notch. And he's like, "Whoa, I like cocoa." Santa's got a little buzz. Um, I and love that one because that, that's the one when he's like a rope. When he's like a plastic, toy Santa. yeah, oh, like toy plastic Santa. Santa. Okay. And he, it's Tim Allen. <laughs> like, yeah. Scott Kelvin is trying to find a wife. Yeah. Right, right. So he has to go back to Chicago. Chicago, and Chicago. Santa's got to stay there. And uh, oh man, that part gets me to laugh every time. I was in tears. And it's just, it's so funny. Can we all agree, real quick, can we all agree that the third one sucks? Yeah, the one with Jack Frost. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that yeah. one. That one's just weird. Like, yeah. it's kind of creepy in parts. Yeah. yeah. And also the fact that there's no Bernard the Elf. Right. Curtis yeah. sucks. Right. I love Curtis. Not as bad as Neil. Neil is like one of the worst Christmas movie characters all the time. I love Neil and I love Curtis. I think your takes are terrible there. Um, But anyways, with my third pick, I'm going to go the Claymation Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um, real quick, my grandpa, Grandpa Crash, uh, he would take me, he would pick me up after, uh, preschool every day. Um, and this was like one of the only VHSs he had at his house. And so it was either Santa Claus is coming to town or we'd have to watch like Matlock 
So, <laughs> uh, so obviously I picked that. So that was something I watched literally almost every day uh, growing up. So anyways, shout out to him. <laughs> All right, Sean, pick three. Polar Express. That That's a great one. Yeah. That is a good one. I like that one. It's not one I watch every year, but it, I... See, that one is a must watch. Yeah, I like that one. I, I really think that one's got like one of the truer, like, you know. Mm. Believe in the magic of Christmas. Right. Mm -hmm. Makes you feel young. Yeah. Makes it's fun with young. it's fun with little kids, though. <laughs> like the Polar Express, that whole thing is fun with little kids. My yeah. nephews love that one. It's good. Um, my third pick, I'm going with the Charlie Brown Christmas, the original one. Uh, there has there was a sequel one, which is it's OK, but. Just another one of those classic movies that, again, I think it's must watch. Yeah, that um, one is. You've got the true meaning of Christmas. You've got the the busted up tree that they get. Snoopy went in the doghouse. So which one's better, the Charlie Brown Christmas or it's a what's what's the Thanksgiving one? Oh, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. No, that's no, that's, that's Halloween. Halloween. That's I think it's just it's Thanksgiving. Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. Yeah, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Um, I like the great pumpkin one. Hot take. I hate. Charlie Brown, anything really? Yeah, I you're hate wrong. Charlie I, Brown. Snoopy might be my favorite all-time cartoon character. Yeah, we we know this. Barf, barf. Um, so that's my third pick. My fourth pick. This you never answered Thanksgiving or Christmas. Oh, um, or the probably, Great Pumpkin one. Probably Christmas. Oh, well, of course, you like Christmas. Um, so. yeah, I love Christmas. Christmas. Uh, like number four. Elf. So this was. I don't. I can't believe this was a hot take in this room. Number four. I've got it's a wonderful life. No. no. One of like the horrible all time movie. classic so Christmas movies. Most boring. Most boring movie ever. Well, you're not taking in the message then. I don't care about the message. I'm not watching it, the movie it, for the message. It doesn't take me three and a half hours to get a message. <laughs> That's true too. It's so long. It is a long movie. It's, it's a little so bit of a, boring. Gotta get into it. But Th this wasn't even on my list. No. But, it's okay to be wrong, but I, I think it's an all-time classic. It couldn't. It, it it's had okay. To be on the it's list. okay to be wrong. Yeah. All right. You're Sean, entitled to your own wrong. Your opinion. fourth pick. Christmas Story. Mm. So this one getting some love here as of late too. So first of all, the TBS All Night Marathon, yep. uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Also, a new Christmas Story, um, like with Grown Up Ralphie, is on no. HBO Max now. No, just keep keep it with the original. Hot Don't... take. I don't like this one either. Yeah. This one, it, you either love it or hate yeah, it. Yeah, right. I think it's just kind of annoying. I don't know. I'm not like a fan of the classics. I don't know. We see that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the only classic I like is, is uh, I think Christmas Vacation. That's not even a classic. Well, you, It I, is, too. This is a classic. Well, this came out with 89, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. So for us, it's a classic. I suppose. But all three of your five movies. Hey, how do you know what, the, what else I'm thinking? I'm well. So far, <laughs> two of the three, right, have been t after 2000. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's fine. Okay. Anyway. That's what I like. No, I like what this, I like, man. This Santa Claus is coming to town, probably. That's the oldest one. Yeah. Yeah. But the other ones are all 2000s. Okay. Anyways. So you Anyways, had next. Oh, my last two picks. I'm gonna go funny route. Clearly, they are not classics. Uh, we're gonna go four Christmases, <laughs> which is a great I, that one. That, that is pretty good. funny. I, I love like Vince Vaughn. That is a must watch. Um, I think Vince Vaughn's annoying in that movie, but he's it's a funny movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Vince Vaughn. I think it's I think he's hilarious. I like how he talks so fast. It's just it's funny. He plays the same character like in every movie, right? He does. 
And then uh, I'm going to go another Tim Allen movie, which he's a Christmas icon. Anyways, uh, Christmas at the Cranks. Um, and this is solely because I like the part where they get Botox and then he eats peaches. <laughs> uh, that's my absolute favorite part. I haven't, so. seen, I haven't seen that one in a while. I oh, might have to watch no. that one yeah. this one this year. That's a good one. So right. anyways, that's my draft. So clearly not classics. Oh, OK. So my last pick. Uh, let's. I'm going jingle all the way. I can honestly. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, this. I don't think I've ever seen that either. You need. So th- this is one you have to watch. Okay. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Okay. And he. So they go. What do they go after? They go after Turbo Man, which is an action figure that comes out, but it's one of those crazy action figures that every kid wants. Sure. Okay. So there's only a set amount. So it's like Christmas city. Chucky. No. 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 What? No. <laughs> so are they trying to buy it? Yeah. Yeah, they're oh. trying to get it. I thought Turbo Man came to life and they're fighting them. Oh. Schwarzenegger's the dad. He's trying to buy it for his kid, but then it gets sold oh. out. And yeah. I feel like I've seen that. It's it's really good. I can genuinely say I've never seen it. I watched that. it last year. No, I I had this one on VHS. Nice. All right. My last pick and the last pick of our Christmas movie draft. I'm surprised it was the last pick, the Mr. Relevant of our draft. Home Alone. It's not yeah. a Christmas movie. Home Alone is definitely a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas yes, movie. it is. Even the second one is. It's Christmas in New York. It's literally called Christmas in New York. <laughs> Sean's just being a dick because... He wants Die Hard. What? Yeah, he Die- wants Die Hard. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Die Hard is John McClane. <laughs> all it, it's all it is is Macaulay Culkin grew up to be John McClane. Fine. Christmas just, is not an integral part of that story, though. Why is it not? <laughs> Because all it is is it's the office Christmas party. That's the only part that has to do with it. Doesn't he say something about Christmas? Yeah. Though? He also says yippee ki motherfucker. Oh. Yeah, but so what's what's Christmas about Home Alone? It's literally Besides... the whole basis is Christmas. So is Die Hard. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this will be a good poll. I'll put this are, up. Are yeah. Sure? Yeah. Let's put this up as a poll. This is will be a good Die Hard a Christmas once this movie. episode comes out. It, it is not a Christmas movie. It is. it is. I don't think I've ever seen it, so I can't make a I can't Uh-oh. make a a, a well, judgment. Well, when you don't want to watch your Hallmark movies anymore, put Die Hard on. Okay. <laughs> Isn't he all like bloody walking in a like a heating duct? Air ducts. Actually, actually, this is funny because at the uh, Christmas light show thing and in my town, like the rotary lights or whatever you drive through, they have a whole diehard like huh. Christmas. That thing. doesn't make the experts. <laughs> this is Sheboygan. Wow. Watch it. This is where I come from. You come from Sheboygan Falls. There's a difference. Still counts. As I've come to learn. Still counts. <laughs> it's, All right. it's a Christmas movie, but we'll. All right. Well, we'll get back into the sports world here with our trivia segment. And Sean, you have trivia ready for us? I do. Are you ready? Oh, geez. Here we go. Okay. So this is a mixture this week, guys. This oh, is boy. not just football. Um, there are a couple football in the spirit of the World Cup. There's a couple. There's one soccer question. I kept okay. it easy because you guys say. are not soccer guys. And um, actually, I dabbled into NASCAR as well. So um, there's a few, few here. So. Are you ready? Okay, let's do it. Okay, there are, um, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions. Because I did, last week I had eight and we ended in a tie. Sudden death. Yeah. (laughs) So this week I have niner for you. All right, let's let's rock and roll. 
All right, so we got to make our little scoreboard here. Okay, first question is a football question. What Heisman Trophy winner joined the New York Generals in 1982? What? <laughs> what Heisman Trophy winner joined the New Jersey Generals in 1982? Eric Eric Dickerson? No. Would you like me to give you some hints? No, because he has to guess first before we get the hints. Oh, okay. I, I have no clue, so... <laughs> I'll throw a guess out. Heisman Trophy winner. What? So the generals are, like, is that a football team? USFL. USFL. Okay. Oh, sorry. Whoops. I didn't even know. <laughs> I just thought it was like an old team that we don't have anymore. No, no. I'm, oh. So, I'm, I'm just going to say Barry Sanders, but I know it's not Barry Sanders. That is incorrect. Um, would you like hints or should I just Let's give it? Let's go with one hint. Okay, one hint is that this person was terribly successful in his rookie pro campaign, racking up over uh, 2,300 yards from scrimmage and 17 touchdowns. He was the only bright spot on the team. They were third from the bottom defensively, and their QBs threw more than twice as many interceptions as touchdown. touchdown. I guess Herschel Walker. That is correct. Let's mm -hmm. go. I was between those two. Dickerson and Herschel Walker. No, okay. would have never got that one. Okay, are you ready? Question number two. How many coaching jobs did John Heisman have in his career? Who's John Heisman? I'm guessing the person the Heisman Trophy is named after. Oh, you guys don't know this. <laughs> oh, I found really obscure questions yeah, this you, week. You got some really bad ones. Can you give us like a rain? Like, can you give us multiple choice? One through rain? ten. Sean, one? No. Damn. Eric, four. No. Higher than both of those numbers. Sean, six. No. Eric, eight. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Here's some easier ones. Okay. Alabama Crimson Tide wide receiver Tyrone Prothrow. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> caught an amazing touchdown catch in a 2005 game over the head of a defender from what school? Sean Auburn. No. Eric Georgia. No. Um, it is a southern school. It's around Alabama. Eric, LSU. No. Eric, Florida. No. Eric, Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Eric, Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're like missing the state. Like right next to Sean it. Sean Ole Miss. Eric, Mississippi State. Uh, okay, so it is Mississippi, but I don't know if Ole Miss is the same as it, this yeah, one. Yeah, yes, it's Mississippi. It is Mississippi. If it, it'd either if be Mississippi, Mississippi or Mississippi State. Okay, well, it says Southern Miss. Oh, damn it. <laughs> so, Sean, right? No, no neither one of us neither were. One of our... Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoops. That's where Brett Favre went to college. Okay, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Let's uh let's get okay, you let's pick some really hard questions this week. I'm sorry. How many players does each team have on the field when a soccer match starts? Eric eleven. Wow, good job, Eric. I'm sorry, Sean. Eleven. Each is team. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven on each team. So that's total. So it'd be twenty two. No. No, no, yeah. no. No. How many players does each team yeah, have so on soccer. the field? Each team. What the fuck? So you times it by two. No. What no, are you no. talking about? <laughs> He's just trying to I don't know. Win. I don't know soccer, so. Okay, here we go. Which non-quarterback 
Oh, boy. Which non-quarterback was the first to throw more than 10 touchdown passes in his career? Sean. LaDainian Tomlinson. No. <laughs> Is that the full question? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um... That was my first guess. I was thinking. I was thinking. I had it. Oh no! Could be that guy. Okay. Eric Don Hudson. Okay. No. And <laughs> you're both thinking way too recent. Don Hudson was the twenties. Oh. Okay. Well then. <laughs> so less than Sean's. Like before Sean's and after yours. We're thinking 1952 to 1964. Non-quarterback first to throw more than ten touchdowns in his career. You picked such a specific area of time. I'm sorry. He was a halfback and a flanker for 12 seasons with the New York Giants. No idea. Yeah, no clue. Really uh, no clue. Okay, his name was Frank Gifford. Would have I've, never I've, gotten I've heard, that. I've heard the name, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's some here's some NASCAR. Sean, you really got to get busy here. Right, I know. Okay, past champion who became a driver owner in 2022 as a co-owner of RFK Racing. Sean Kerbush? No. Eric Kabush? No. No, he went to Childress. Damn it. Um, For who? RFK Racing. Rush Fenway. No. No, that's the, te- that's the team. <laughs> oh, okay. Rush Fenway Kozlowski. Okay. Oh, Brad Kozlowski. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. See, I was thinking, like, for this coming season, I was thinking, okay. No. Okay. I forgot he was a champion. All right. Here's, yeah, another, right. here's another one. 2022 Cup Series champion won four races, including the debut race at the Gateway and the finale in Phoenix. Eric Joe Logano. Yes. Sean. You, you, you just made it all for him this week since I beat him last week. No, I didn't. I honestly, okay, real talk, I had to take the uh NASCAR quiz. I got all of them. <laughs> I had to take the quiz to get the answers. Okay. Uh what Hall of Famer was acquired? This is MLB by the way. Oh, okay. What Hall of Famer was acquired from Minnesota on February 3rd, 1979? He went to the Angels. Minnesota the Angels. Yep. 79 so the twins to the angels and he was traded for one two three four players okay that just doesn't help us doesn't at all. help even a little bit <laughs> and he's a hall of famer yep what hall of famer was acquired from minnesota on february 3rd 1979 is it bad that i can only think of like one hall of famer from the twins yeah but i'm thinking kirby pocket yeah, i know I it's not kirby pocket <laughs> Kirby Puckett was a choice in the thing, but it is not correct. I feel, I feel like it's like it's Necro, like Phil Necro or Joe Necro, one of those guys. But I don't think they're a Hall of Famer. I don't think they were with the Twins, though. That's the only thing. I know he was with the Angels. Though. The Angels. 79. No, I am passing. It's a three-letter name. First name or last name? First name. Tom. Nope. Should I? Nope. Should I tell you the answer? Yes. Rod Carew. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. I forgot he played for the Angels. Yeah. Well, if you would have gave us like his hits, hits total or stolen bases total, that would have really helped. Oh, okay. Well, or even position. I was thinking like a pitcher. I was thinking pitcher also. Oh, (laughs) sorry. No, you're good. Um. Okay. Last question. Even though we don't really need it. Uh. Hey. Hey. Double or nothing. 
Okay. Yeah, there we go. We'll make this one uh, quadruple we'll make this points. One six points. What? Yeah. Who was the first pitcher? Okay. Who was the first pitcher from the Brewers to pitch a no hitter? Sean. Oh, Sean. Fuck. Sean. Freddie Higuera. No. 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 It's. <laughs> no. No. Oh my God! I can't. What's his name? Eric Juan Nieves. Yes. Oh. Did he get? They've had two. It was him can, and then Corbin Burns and Josh Hader combined for one. Can you tell me, Sean, can oh, you tell me on April 15th, 1987, he also became the first Puerto Rican. Never mind. I just gave you the whole answer. <laughs> the first Puerto Rican to pitch a no hitter in the major league. Yeah. I need my point. Anyways, I did give you your point. Oh, I thought you said it was worth six. No. Now, no, only me. if it's Sean got it right. That's bullshit. All right, so that, those are some hard questions. Sorry, I didn't know that they were that hard. I thought like, okay, well, because last week you guys were like, oh, these were easy. So then I was like, all right, well, let's give me. Let's <laughs> so I went, I went way too far the other way this week. So next week we'll figure it out. We'll get in the middle and. Yep. Okay. Why? Well, I, I apologize. I felt like those NASCAR questions were. Those were way too easy. They yeah, were too the recent. NASCAR, NASCAR ones were. Okay. Sorry. But Eric, Eric's more NASCAR than I am, so. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, right. if you were going like 2000s NASCAR, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's Sean's alley. Okay, so. 90s to 2000s. So I need 2000s NASCAR, current wrestling. That would have been a good, good some good ones to add. Yeah. yeah. Current wrestling, old wrestling. Well, there was not a, there was not one on funtrivia.com about WWE, <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, well, Eric takes it this week. Woohoo! So you guys are one and one. Take it. No. What? Yeah. One and oh. One. No. One and one. One and one. One and one and one. one, and one, and one, and one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Woohoo! So uh, we can talk about some sports uh, besides the trivia questions. Uh, so first, Wisconsin Badgers uh, football team is going to the guaranteed rate bowl against Oklahoma State. There's so many of these freaking random ass bowls. It is the first time they're ever playing the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Is this better than the Mayo Bowl? It's about on par. Oh, right. okay. So it's it's just as bad. Right. Yeah. Okay. I actually would have preferred them to go to the Mayo Bowl personally. Mm -hmm. did, that one's fun. Did Eric went and bought the Duke's Mayo from the Mayo good. Bowl? Mm -hmm. And then it sat in his fridge and expired. And then I made like a, three sandwiches out of it. And I forgot that I had it. There was a bunch of mold on top. It was disgusting. That's the only encounter I've ever had with Duke's mayo. Duke's mayo is really good, though. I don't like mayo. Highly so. mm. You know what's really good is mayo, fan. mayo instead of butter on your grilled cheese. Well, yeah. That's really good. That's the only kind. Big fan. That's I guess, I guess I shouldn't say I don't like it, but that's the only time I'll have it. Honestly, on your grilled cheese? Mm -hmm. Honestly, Interesting. Kind of, kind of, not in the total same boat, but... That is where it's at its best. But if I'm just going to make a sandwich, butter, no, every time. I'm not putting mayo on my sandwich. Oh, you guys are ridiculous. I don't like mayo. I like the... Miracle Whip. Yeah, I like Miracle Whip. That's better. See, I, I love... think I'd rather go mayo over Miracle Whip. Yeah. No. Mayo, there's Miracle no flavor. Whip. It's just this thick white stuff. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway. We're talking about mayo here, friends. <laughs> Nothing anyway, else. No uh, o so yeah, it's about OJ Mayo. It's about the same uh, level bowl game. It's December. I don't even know what day it is, honestly, because they I've seen it th reported three different days. I think it's it's the twenty eighth or twenty seventh. Sure. In Phoenix, Arizona, it's like a nine fifteen 
p.m. kickoff. Holy man. 9.15? So, yeah, well, it's out in Phoenix. That's my bedtime. No, you have off that week. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's still past your bedtime. Yeah. I get a little rowdy when I don't have to get up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's the Badger football news, Badger basketball news. The men won their last two games, I believe, by a combined less than 10 points. Knocked off Marquette in the in-state showdown on Saturday in overtime. And again, huge upset yesterday uh, for this team. Team projected to finish ninth in the conference, uh, knocking off the number 13th ranked Maryland Terrapins at the Kohl Center. All in all, I mean, just it was a great game for beginning to start. Um, they've got some real young players that are stepping up. Um, Connor Asijian is a name you're going to want to know throughout the season. Freshman guard, I think, out of Minnesota. Kind of like a young Ben Brown. All the dude does is shoot three-pointers. That's all he does. Oh, all he does is make them. Mm. But, um, so he's he's fun to watch. Uh, Chucky Hepburn had a team-high 13 points last night. If you haven't seen him play, he's really good, too, at the point guard spot. Because um, the other guy got drafted, right? Yes, Johnny Davis did. Johnny Davis, yeah. So I just a good quality win last night. The Badgers uh, first net rankings came out, which they use kind of to figure out seating and mm-hmm, all that. Mm-hmm. It used to be the the palm rating or whatever. Uh, now it's the net ranking. Badgers are seventy seventh because their their tiers of where they are and their wins have been. But um, a quality win last night and first win a big con- or Big Ten conference play. Big Ten kind of a weird conference year. Where they have like a few tune-up games for conference, and they'll have some non-conference games right. after that. Uh, the Horizon League recently went to that, and actually, that ties into my next part here. The Green Bay Phoenix got, men team uh, got their first win or only one of the season on Monday. Monday morning they played against IUPUI, um, which notably only had five players for the Horizon League tournament last year. Right. Um, right. The IUPUI Jaguars. Green Bay gets their first win. Young teams. Uh, for both of them, and then promptly the next night had to travel, or they had to travel the same day, but uh, traveled to Loyola of Chicago to play the Ramblers, former Big Ten opponent, or not Big Ten, our Horizon League opponent, now in the A-10. That's where I was going with this. Um, my play-by-play guy, Brian Kuklinski, was at the game, doing obviously doing the play-by-play. Met with Sister Jean before the game. She was <laughs> on the court for uh the team prayer before the game 103 years old right and still going to every game hanging out with her boys um brian said it was amazing to talk to her I, obviously I'm, I'm in studio for that but mm-hmm. got a picture with her cool lady so just keep, get up and keep going yeah pretty much pretty much um so that's the green man men the green man women i believe they had won over the they got a big win over iupui over the weekend one of those top tier Horizon League teams for the women, which is really funny. I mean, you think about where those two women's programs are, and then where the two men's programs are, just night and day opposite, right? Of where each team's programs are, um, where the women are on top, and the women, the men's teams aren't shit. But <laughs> say it honestly, um, but the IUPUI team is more shit than yeah. our Green Bay team. Um, so yeah, so that's college basketball. Um, and college football, uh, kind of a shocking, just real quick in the, in the Badger news. And I'm sure Justin, and I will talk more about this, uh, how it affects the landscape of college football, but 
kind of some con- conflicting reports. Initially, it was reported that Jim Leonard was going to stay on at the University of Wisconsin as a DC. Um, that was announced, oh, I believe, on Sunday or Saturday over the weekend. And then real promptly, I mean, as of Tuesday night already, uh, he put on his Twitter page he was going to stay for the bowl game and was going to leave the program after the bowl game. Um, some reports coming out that he was expected to take, he was going to have a lesser role as DC because that's kind of Luke Fickle's mm-hmm. specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more of a defensive coach, but sad to see him go in that sense. Um, Ooh, we kind of seen it coming though. Yeah. Morris, there's no reason for him to stay. You you know Luke Fickle was going to come in and get his own guys. and Yeah. Like, it, it just kind of, like I said, just kind of, it's, it's unfortunate um that you lose that kind of guy for your program uh jim leonard a guy who just bleeds badger red and was real excited about the the prospect of him staying uh wish him the best of luck and whatever comes next um even kind of speculating that that might be the packers defensive coordinator job obviously nothing official with joe barry still being at the helm but yeah but joe barry's gonna get fired at the end of the year so you've got to assume so right gotta, can't assume we gotta hope yeah, no kidding. Um, I think the only reason he still has a job is because they don't want to fire him in season. Why? He blows. Right. I, I don't have an answer why. But. Packers got to start hurting people's feelings. That's my take. So that's, I mean, really, besides besides the, um, I mean, there's nothing really been brewing with the Brewers. The Bucks keep winning. Yeah. Just leave this basically to the Green Bay Packers. Ugh. Uh, Packers get a win this week Ugh. over the Chicago Bears become the winningest <laughs> team of all time. That's kind of cool. And that it came against the Bears. I think that right. that's that, that's the one one cool thing. But I'm disappointed they won. Yeah, same. You guys are terrible fans. No, not not only. I, I know you're talking about you want draft picks. And all yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. But don't call me a terrible fan. I still said I I've sat and watched every game. So don't call me a terrible fan. Yeah, same. You slept. I was tired. <laughs> but I, I do. I had to laugh. So, Sean, you texted me after the game. I hate this team. Right. And just a whirlwind. I mean, you look at the first half of that game. You're like, oh, here we go again. Exactly. Season's going to be officially done. And then it wasn't. So, yeah, definitely frustrating. But, but like, is it really? What do, they, mean, what do they have, a 1% chance of getting in the playoffs? I think it's four, mathematically oh, It went speaking. up to four now? Um, I, I thought... And I think it's even a little bit higher with some, how some of the teams did over the weekend. The Commanders did us no favors with their tie. Right. That would have been huge if the Giants could have beat them. But, oh well, it is what it is. Here we are. But, I like, I don't know why people have hope now. I mean, you look I at, you look I, at the you look at the rest of the schedule... We're not getting in. No. I really though they've only got one Minnesota. Well, I was gonna say Miami. Miami didn't look that good. I mean, they got beat by a Brock Purdy with yeah, the but, 49ers. But we have to go down to Miami. Yeah. It I think it would be a different we'd be talking different if Miami came up here. Yeah, they gotta go down for, in the de- heat. for December game. Yeah. Maybe. But really I think that's the only the only roadblock. Because you look you come off the bye, so you got the bye week this week. Come off the bye. You've got Monday Night Football, so even technically a little bit of a longer bye. The Rams have been The Rams dog have been shit. dog shit. They're going to Baker Mayfield, who's playing on his third team in 
12 months. Yeah, right. So, Eric, let me ask you this. As a diehard believer, you believe that with your back-to-back MVP, you're going to the playoffs? <laughs> oh, hell no. No. But you you have a, a glimmer. It's, they're, it's, they're just, just it's like mathematically the possible. They're just like the Brewers. They and, just give you that glimmer of hope. Yep. It's mathematically possible. I don't want to see a losing season. Yeah, I think we're getting a losing season. So, I think so, too. Don't get me wrong. So I really think so. How I, many games do we have to, to win yet? We have to win out. All of yeah, them? Yeah. Basically, to go 9-8. and eight. We're at 5-8 and eight now. Which, by the way, I want to. I said this after Monday Night Football um, two nights ago. The Buccaneers are leading their division at 6-6. Six and six. Why can't we be in the NFC South? Right. Yeah. But... Because... So we're third in the division, though? I think technically, well, I think we're tied for second, but Detroit has a tiebreaker. Yeah, so Detroit's above us. That's wild. Right. Didn't your dad say, like, if Detroit keeps winning, man, they're going to be second second in the division. That's wild. But, you know, honestly, I think the one, the one thing that will be kind of nice, should they stumble here, is that next year you're going to kind of be like the Eagles and the Cowboys. We're going to have a third-place catcher. I mean the draft the high draft pick is nice too, don't get me wrong. But that third place schedule is a huge advantage. See, I th- I think any team can beat any team in any given week. Well, sure, any you can. I mean But it's nice not to play a first place schedule year in, year out. I mean it wears you down and makes you better. With a old Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's going <laughs> to need that easy schedule if he's going to come back to play. He's not going to come back. He skipped Pat McAfee this week, so. <gasps> bye week. He always skips Ooh. bye week. Does he? I don't know. Yeah. No, bye week. Bye week oh. is technically different. thought we were like, going to break some news here. No, um, no. You, you actually did, though. <laughs> no, I know. And was it, Be- because was... bye week, you like media obligations and all that technically stop. Like this week, you know, we're recording on Wednesday night because there's no. Uh, Devondra Campbell, Kenny Clark show. Oh, interesting. Because okay. they are on their they're on vac- essentially on vacation. Obviously, they still yeah. got work out and stuff, but uh, media obligations mm-hmm. technically go out the window. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, they, I think they still have some practicing, but right? It's not the same. Usually, the guys get to go home for a week, so most of the guys flying out to California, Florida, wherever, um, get away for a week. So, gotcha. a little bit different. Yeah, but Aaron, right? all Aaron Rodgers has to do is just calling on Facetime or whatever. FaceTime, Facebook mess, whatever, whatever to get in on the Pat McAfee show, and he didn't do it. Yeah, well, I got nothing on that one. I, 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 like I said, I give him the pass in the sense that the bye week, and again, that's kind of a tradition is they don't do any media bye week. Maybe he's over it, Eric. You're three time MVP, two whatever, four time MVP, four time MVP, back to back reigning champion. Get it, get it right. He's four time MVP. Mm-hmm. He is the reigning, defending. Oh God, MVP. And he's not even close to MVP votes this year. Nope. No, but he's still having a top ten quarterback year. You can Big. be mad at him all you want, but yes, the fact but, of the matter is so, he's going to be on this team next year. No, he unless he retires. He's I don't think he is though. He's gonna retire. We're cutting Bakhtiari. I I don't doubt that. We're gonna cut the whole gang. Rogers' whole gang. Because Zach Tom played pretty good on set. Well, Zach Tom did play pretty well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you in the sense that I think Bakhtiari may be gone. I think contractually speaking, though, I'm, I'm, there's a huge 
kind of like again the, you know the old handshake agreement and with Rogers' relationship with the front office the cap difference of your tires after next year versus this year is night and day different so i think it's going to be next year so so then we go into the following just say the fall, what would that be 2024 yeah with we don't we're going to just sign jordan love to well he'd be on his fifth year option at that point technically I thought his fifth year option is next year. No, he's in his third year this year. Oh, they had to make the decision this off season. Okay, so we're gonna go off one year, Jordan Law, or not even. We're gonna, yeah, no, he's just gotta be done. Yep. See ya. It just doesn't make sense contractually, though. So, contractually speaking. Okay, explain this to me. Why, if he retires, is he still on the books? It. That's just how it works. I don't. I don't agree that it's right. We but, can't just like. Mm-hmm. Give him his money and be—he's not playing for us, so it's still the dead cap hit. It's the cap hit is the problem. Well, the cap—I think you can technically restructure. You might be able to restructure so he can retire, and do it all as like a signing bonus, so he gets his guaranteed money still. But the cap hit is what. But if he got guaranteed money and he didn't play his full contract, why does he get his money? It's that—that's what I—I've never understood about this whole freaking salary cap. I also. I have a question too because like you look at I, I watched or i listened to a, a pat mcafee thing this summer and they were talking about when there was like no football they had on the the buccaneers like accountant guy whatever he was like because they made all this room for all these good players yeah so like why can't why can't our person do that why can't our person they have do been be, because we have a greedy quarterback who just wants a whole bunch of money no, right. Aaron Rodgers, he... Aaron Rodgers' cap it's only like twenty five million dollars. Okay, but yeah, but if Brady's we, is only like ten. If we get rid of Aaron Rodgers, why can't that person just like push things off and rearrange shit and be? Because he'd have to agree like, to that in the contract, like the Bobby Bonilla Bonilla deal for the for the Mets, where they're paying him a million dollars, yeah, a million dollars for thirty years. Yeah, it, it's all about how you structure the contract. Well. His, so his current, the way his contract is structured, where he's, you know, everyone focuses on $150 million, $50 million a year, whatever. The cap hit for what he actually plays for is far below the rest of the league, like where your top 15 so, quarterbacks are in the rest of the league. So then why, if his cap hit solo, why, why can't we still get good players? Well, because you have a whole bunch of other guys who are restructured too. Aaron Jones, Preston Smith, um, Kenny Clark, David Bakhtiari, all these guys, they had to get really creative with the contracts. And basically all they did, kind of what Shauna was saying, what they do is they get really creative with the signing bonuses and whatnot, and they have the voidable years and whatever, and they push the money down the road. So one of these years, you're going to have a whole bunch of dead cap money. But while they're still playing at a high level, you want to have them on that lower salary cap hit. It's still stupid. I don't it's disagree very, with very that. Stupid. I, I think the NFL... Just turn the salary cap off doesn't work that way. I wish it did. Well, and then wouldn't that be like super teams then? Well, you'd have what baseball has. What's baseball's no, problem? Baseball you, doesn't have you, a pay, uh, doesn't have a, a salary cap, so you can load a team up, kind of what the Phillies are doing, kind of what the Dodgers are doing, and kind of what the Astros have done, where the teams, you know, Green Bay kind of being the exception, but like Milwaukee has to rebuild every five, ten years or whatever and go completely nuclear on their organization, same with the Royals have done. All these teams have to go nuclear on their organization after three or four years. 
because they can't maintain and compete with the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Mets and the Cubs. Well, why don't we get more money? What do you mean? I don't know. Why don't they have more money? I don't have a good answer for you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just if there's no cap space or if there's no like whatever, then why don't you just say like, "Hey, I'll pay you all this money." I guess because they didn't have it then. Well, for, are you talking like for the Brewers? Yeah. Because the owner doesn't want to write that check. Well, why not? I don't have a good answer for you on that because he really should. He's one of the top half owners of net worth and all that. What does he do? Real quick sabbatical. What does he do to have all that money? No idea. I don't really know what Mark Adonazio does. Like, I don't know what his fortune is based on. Mm. No, no idea. I'm Anyways. Kidding. I'm Googling it. Thanks. Sorry. I was going to say back to the Packers. But, uh, Mark Adonazio. He's from the Bronx. Oh, New York boy. New York. Um, What did he do? What did, what did he buy the team for? It How wasn't much. Probably $223 million. That's from what Bud Selig. That's who. Holy man. That was what? 2002? Uh, 2004. Four? He reached a deal to purchase it from Bud Selig. Um, he started. He's a Crescent Capital Group, telecommunications firm, Global Crossing. Hmm. I, I don't know what any of these mean. No. Interesting. Sounds like Crescent big money. Crescent Capital though. Group. Um, it's worth $34 billion of assets in capital management. Holy crap. Um, write that check, Mark. Right. Mezzanine capital, hedge funds, senior debt, high yield bonds, a whole bunch of words. I don't know what the hell they mean. So no. he's saving this money for his kids and not spending it on the brewers. Well, no, the brewers are his kids. That's true. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia and I, I can't even dumb this down. I'm all over my head. We need my brother for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the business major. Mark, what does this right. crap mean? Um, Money. He he worked in money. Money. Founded a money company. Telecommunications. And they kept up doing money. And they manage money. And now he and, manages money. And he's worth money. a lot of money. Yeah. Money, 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 money. Billions and billions of dollars. Actually, okay. I don't think he's worth that much. But Anyways. Okay. He said he was worth $34 billion. No, his that was his company. Oh, that was his company. But like, hey, keep that stuff up, Mark. His net worth. Where the hell is this? Why Googling while doing stuff is fun. Um, <laughs> he also owns the Norwich City Soccer Club. Wow. Norwich? Interesting. Where's Norwich? No Europe. He's a net worth oh. of $700 million, according that's, to CelebrityNetWorth.com. That's, that's still a that's lot. That's nothing. He's 65. He doesn't look 65. He's 65? Wow. Apparently. He's an old Doesn't dad. he have a kid who's like in his teens? I think so. I think he's got a kid that's in high school. Good for him. If I'm not mistaken. Good for him. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say to that. Good for him. Um, Mike Adonazio, Dan Adonazio. How old are his kids? Let's okay. Well, now, we're, now we're getting, now we're getting right a creepy. Rabbit holing. Uh, it doesn't say. Okay, no, anyways, that's disappointing. Probably because they're minors. Let's move on. <laughs> his, eldest, his eldest son, Dan, and his rock band, Pan Am, played at Summerfest in 2008, though. Interesting. Well, then he's got to be at least 20 or 18, 18, 18 to play Summerfest. Right. Is that a thing? I don't know. It's a band. I mean, anyway, so back to the Packers. <laughs> uh, Jesus, this show's awful. Yeah. We're building a second one. Yeah. This 
we have to maybe rethink some decisions. Anyway. Um, maybe Justin will be more organized. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Green Bay Packers, uh, bye week, 5-8 and eight at the bye. Obviously, far from how people expect this season to go. Really, I mean, but there are some bright spots. I mean, Christian Watson has your, been... Your guy you've been riding for the yep. past three months now. I've been riding him since the draft. I was so excited when they drafted him. I think that's my... Finally I'm, starting to do something. That's been the most excited I've been about a draft pick since Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones got hurt on Sunday too, didn't he? He had a shin injury. He had... I mean, he ended up returning to the game every time technically, but... At that point on Sunday, because Aaron Jones is being pulled out, my fantasy team was about to win. Right. I was rooting for you. AJ Dillon went vulture touchdown, too. I'm like, oh, no. They had Patrick Taylor playing. I was so worried. But then (laughs) Christian Watson gets that second touchdown to put the game away and put Shauna's team away, too. Whatever. It was great. I won my fantasy matchup, so. So our fantasy final four, we've got one seed Ramsey, Four seed, Sean, four seed, four and seed. then Eric and Mark in the two, two and three seeds. And Mark, <laughs> I, sorry, like, <laughs> but come on, he had people during like the weeks that weren't even playing, and he kept winning, and, he's and, kept, he, kept and winning. he still kept winning. Ugh. You know what the sucky thing is that you and I both have better records than him, right? And he got the two seed because he had that stupid division. Yeah, he had Sean. Excuse me. Excuse me. He beat you in the last week of the regular season. It took over that two seed from you. Robbed it right underneath you. Excuse me. Otherwise, you'd still be in it. Yeah, I probably would. Might be playing you this week and next week, which my both my running backs are out this week. (laughs) David Montgomery and Aaron Jones are both out this week. You're gonna have a struggle. Yeah. Yeah, I just need to not get too far behind and hope Mark doesn't set a good line. Right. (laughs) Maybe we'll have we have to text Mark to I think he's already set his line. Get his stuff together. I think he already set his lineup. Yeah, I've been <sighs> scrapping together a lineup for this week, but next week my top three players are coming back. Hey, yeah, but you only got them for one week. That's the only thing. That's all I needed last week. I was down coming into last week or coming yeah, into but this last only, week. You were only down by like three. I was down by ten. Excuse me. Yeah, ten. Give me credit where credit is due, Sean. Yeah, because Adam Dillon's twenty-point game. Shh. Shut up. You know what the hey, nice thing is though? Hey, Tyson got eliminated too, so if you yeah, yeah so the you yeah, both are, are new champions, that is so. that is good. That's good karma. You get to have your revenge game in the consolation bracket. <laughs> um, hey, if you get me, if you buy me a pedicure, I will give you Derrick Henry and Josh Allen. I don't oh. think I have the waiver claim anyway, so. Oh. I don't need them. That's cheating, anyways. I don't need them. Buy me a nice pedicure. I might. Uh... <laughs> Make things go your way. Well, he is the commissioner. He 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 could just take them. <laughs> yeah, he probably could. I would never. That is unethical. Yeah, he, he would do stuff like that. Oh, heck yeah. That is unethical. That's something Eric would do. Anyway, um, Sean, I'm going to ask you, because you're this negative Packers fan. At the bye week, five and eight, what has been your bright spot of the team this year? Nothing. None of it. I'm I'm sick of it. They are not fun to watch. They play four quarters of just blah football. And even like you go and watch like other teams that are crappy. I'm not just saying it's because they're crappy, but like they're playing blah. Like there's no life on the sidelines. See, I'm like more of the, you know, ooh, let's see fun stuff. Um, You know, like 
when 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 the, like the quarterback goes on the sidelines and like you know gets excited for his team member, you know whatever. Like when they show the sidelines because your quarterback and your team is like having fun, like that's what I like to see. And I always loved it, like when Aaron Rodgers would like be smiling and he'd go over and like you know like hug Mike McCarthy or mm-hmm. you know whatever. Right. Like I just think. The Packers have been so boring and their games are boring to watch, probably namely because they're losing. But two, like it's just there's no life in the team at all. There's no like anything. So I don't think there has been a bright spot, Eric. We need Jamal Williams back. I love Jamal Williams. But see, like, yeah, even like the Detroit Lions, like they're dancing when they come out. Like even Packers social media has been garbage, hot garbage. Because no one's doing anything fun. No one's doing anything, like, exciting. And it's just, it's boring. And, like, there's no chemistry. There's no nothing. So I don't have a bright spot because I'm just, like, kind of sick of this team. Sean, do you have one? Or are you going to say the same thing? Well, I'm not going to say the same thing, but I think your only bright spot is Christian Watson. This one, that's that's about it. I'd expand it to the rookie receivers as a whole. I mean, Romeo Dobbs, when he was healthy, he was, sucked. He was hot garbage, too. He had, he had one good catch. Yeah. I'd probably disagree with that. And then and he dropped everything else. And Samari Torres kind of emerged as well. He still had one good catch. He, I would agree with that. He's had one good catch. <laughs> but it's still, you know, you're kind of hitting on draft picks, and they kind of fit the system. Do we, do we know if we hit on draft picks yet? You, you hit on one. I think Zach Tama we hit on. I think he played very good on Sunday. Sure. Who, who else? Quay Walker were, is he a first-round pick? Is he not? Type thing. Yeah, Quay Walker is interesting. Quay Walker, I mean, he will look so good 80% of the game. Then the other 20% is, ugh. Right. He looks like a rookie at 20, mm-hmm. probably 20, 25% of the time, which and is fine, but. So then we got Devontae Wyatt. Devontae Wyatt, which had, I haven't seen him that He's much. played rotationally. Right. That's about it. Your first round pick, you're taking a rotation guy? I, I don't know. See, I, I will give do him you, a little you, bit do, of... Do, not, do. not to be, as you guys always give me crap for, but benefit of the doubt for him is they've had Kenny Clark, they've had Jaron Reed, and they've had Dean Lowry. So they've had three established guys over him to play those kind of roles. Yeah, spots I suppose, too. but... So it was kind of like when you drafted Rashawn Gary where you didn't need him to play that high motor spot because you had Z and you had Preston. So he has a little bit of time to kind of develop, which not what you want in a first round pick. Right. When you're, exactly. When you're a team like, you know, where Green Bay has been, because they got him with the second first round pick, did they not? Yes. So you're picking what? 26. I think they yeah, picked 20. Yeah. Something like that. So you're kind of at the end of the first round anyway. So that's really like a high second round pick. I mean, you get the bonus of the fifth year option. But yeah, but then why wouldn't we have taken Christian Watson if you got that bonus of the fifth year option? If that's you, I I don't disagree. With, I know that they tried to get that thirty second pick from Minnesota and they didn't want to trade it for that mm-hmm. because of that. Um, I feel like they you know for whatever reason they maybe thought that they could trade up to that thirty four the next day for Watson and not have to worry about you know I I don't I don't know I yeah, don't I, you know in retrospect you probably go the other way because you probably mm-hmm. get Devontae White at 34 yeah more than likely if that's what you want to do but I also don't know if you trade up for 34 for him right, think, exactly you know Christian Watson was that guy that you had your sights set on and you know we're kind of starting to see why with you know 
what nine touchdowns on the year total or 10 total touchdowns i think between his two he said two on the ground and seven i think through the air so nine i think total but um you know he's getting the fourth down routes aaron's going to him on fourth down um it's only taken 12 weeks well he did have the hamstring injury and the concussion you can't blame a guy for a concussion but all in all i mean yeah so so we got watson in the second round then who else do we have another second round? Or is... uh, no, we tr- we did initially, but that was part of the trade. Go up to thirty four. Um, I think Zach Tom was the next draft pick, but I had to. Do- I think to double check yeah, he was that. a fourth round pick though. Um, and then Dobbs was Dobbs' third round pick. Dobbs was a fifth round pick. Dobbs was fifth. So your Packers twenty twenty two draft picks. You had, um. Quay Walker, Walker Devontae Wyatt, Christian Watson. And then your third round pick was Sean Ryan, who has not played at all. Got a suspension for PEDs. What position? Uh, offensive line. Oh, okay. Left tackle from UCLA. Uh, your fourth round pick. So, yeah, your fourth round pick was Romeo Dobbs, which I'd say he's been about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, I think we're kind of not scorned from him a little bit because of the injury where he hasn't played as of late. But I think when you can have him and Watson on the field at the same time, it's going to be fun. Um, We're hoping. Zach, Zach Tom is your next round, your four, your second, fourth round pick at one fortieth overall. He's been solid when he's played mm-hmm. um, your fifth round pick Kingsley and which has been, he's been solid. A great I will, pick. I will t- say that. Um, Cause he was projected to be like a, he was early like a second, second, third round, round guy. I know in all the mock drafts that we did, we had him going second round. Um, your seventh round pick, Tariq Carpenter out of Georgia Tech. He's been okay mm-hmm. when he's been played. Special teams guy. Uh, Jonathan Ford, another seventh round pick. Been okay, rotational. Uh, Rashid Walker, who I cannot. No, no think, idea. I don't think he's played. And Samari Torrey was your last pick. Which. For considering he wasn't expected to make the team, right? And he's been solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a, you know the first what seven eight weeks where he was a healthy scratch or six seven weeks he's right. a healthy scratch, but he's been a bright spot when he's played. And I gotta say, I I give Matt Lafleur like an ounce of credit for not forcing Sammy Watkins anymore. Right, where Sammy Watkins' what? two biggest plays as of late were blocking. Right, and both of the touchdowns for Christian Watson. So. I, I, you know, you kind of wash your hands of that one. You're not going to cut the guy midseason right. at this point anymore. Because um, what you've already paid, you basically paid him his base already. Yeah. And he's not going to hit any um, bonuses. Bonuses. Or... So kind of take what you have on that. But Alan Lazard, I think, has been a big disappointment this year mm-hmm. from what you expected. Tunyon. Tunyon. Tunyon's confusing to me, honestly. Because Tunyon. I mean, he was hurt at the end of the beginning of the year. I think he started on the active roster. Yeah, he did. At the start of the regular season, but you kind of had to work him in. Um, but I feel I feel like Rogers should have more chemistry with him than. But you know, at the same time, kind of con- you conversely, you look at what had worked so well to Tunyon's favor prior to this season, in the Matt Lafleur era. How many of those routes were they going under center? play action and then it was like the tight end in the flat they haven't run i think they've run that a handful of times this right. year i think they're go- they're going more towards the the 
two running back sets then well that and like the the shuffle pass right the jet pass sweep mm-hmm. whatever you would consider calling it yeah but i i think of that route as being one of those that just was always mm-hmm. you know it was so effective where you run the play action you have the whole motion going across and i i really think that'd be such a, a good play for where this team's at you can have christian watson on a deep uh post route you could have you could even have lazard come in the middle third and then you could have your uh tunyon on the underneath i think that would be a great play route for this team but <laughs> alas yeah, I, I think so i think i agree with you i'm surprised they haven't run it but it is what it is aj dillon finally had a breakout game sunday so that was yeah that AJ was dillon, nice to see. He's, he's struggled this year he has struggled this year um glad to kind of see him finally hitting where we expected him to be mm-hmm. the last two three weeks here which is annoying that it took this long right but again that's part of it you look at you know where this team is and the struggles they've had that's part of it so you've had those two downsides um like i said lazard hasn't mm-hmm. been what you would expected i don't or think hoped. Kenny, kenny clark's hasn't been your your guy you've you've needed this year. I mean, I understand you're gonna go. He's always getting double. He's getting triple teamed, but he should still be making some sort of. You're you're paying this guy a lot of money to not See, do much. I will say this, and I think kind of the part of that though is if you're gonna have him be double, triple teamed, whatever, you need somebody else to go get those numbers, and that's been another downside to his defense, is they haven't had anybody to go pick those numbers up where. You know, you look at if you're getting double teamed, that in theory should open somebody else up. Too. Right. Exactly. Um, I think I mean, I think that kind of falls on. It's been a lack of creativity, defensive scheming. Um, you've had so many different cover fours and zones and loose zones. And you're only rushing four. Yeah. And so when you have four on five and one of those guys getting doubled, I mean, you're still basically four on four then, essentially. Yeah. But so I, pretty pretty much we're saying Joe Barry will be gone. You've gotta assume so, you right? You gotta think like, Joe Barry will be gone. If you're if you're looking at this roster right now, you're what, you're cutting Bakhtiari probably? You're you're cutting or restructuring. How would you restructure it though? That's that's the only thing. Well, just to get by with the cap. I mean, there's ways around it. Because our goal is probably to re-sign Elton Jenkins. That's, I'd have to assume so. Is anybody else we got going free agency? Um, Cam Campbell. No, Campbell signed a two-year contract. Con- Campbell's right? under contract. I think Douglas is under contract. Which he struggled this year, and I think you know I really can't pinpoint it because it's I I, I really think. I re- he was playing in spite of Joe Barry last year. I re- you know, looking back, I think he was making plays in spite of him. But yeah. also, how many times has he had a ball in his hands that he's dropped? Yes, and I th- I think his big thing is he's not an outside corner. He's one of those kind of floaty guys. Sure. That just well, kind of floats around. And to be and... honest with you, I think he's a man corner. Right. But when you're playing such soft zone, I think you're prone to get beat. Even Jair, where he's gotten torched a few times has been you know we look mason okay. actually had a really good breakdown of this uh the equinemia st brown play that's still funny was <laughs> was on zone it was a cover four right 
um, which initially I thought it was man. And I'm like, oh, he got charged. And I have to say, Jair Alexander, you know, you, a lot of people hate him because of how he talks. And he nonstop talks. Yeah. I thought it was freaking hilarious after the game. If you get a chance, go back and listen to his raw three minute press conference. Um, <laughs> he said he was the first time he's ever seen a ball where he was like watching on the big screen where he's seen a ball throw. <laughs> <laughs> was the I think the second big play um, made up for it, though, enough with the uh, the yeah. interception at the end. And. I think he said something. He said something to me that really kind of paints the picture without saying it, where he said he's been, you know, trying too hard to make a play. And I think a lot of that, though, kind of hints at something where I think a lot of these guys that are, you know, why the defense might look so bad at this point. I think Joe Barry's lost the team. Oh, lost 100%, the squad. 100%. And you've got guys who are playing for themselves and trying to force a play as opposed to playing the scheme. Right. So if if nothing else, I think that points you to having to let him go because you can't lose your lineup like that. You know, you can't lose your starting or not even your starting eleven, but your your whole, your whole defense. defenses not playing for him, not playing a scheme, and when they are playing scheme, they're doing it not half assed, but they're not playing the full discipline of the scheme. They're not playing like they did last year. Well, and you know, looking back at last year, not to not to be that guy, I think they got bailed by a lot of turnovers. Oh last yeah, year. for sure they did. Where this year they're just not coming as easily. Because in the games, I think last year there was a stat where, or maybe in the last two years prior to that, where in games where they forced at least one turnover, they I think they won. I think they were like eleven and zero or something like that. Mm-hmm. In games where they forced at least one turnover over the course of two years or three years or whatever. Right. Um. Which makes sense. I mm-hmm. mean, you have, you have an offense that... Because Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over. Typically. Typically. Aaron Jones, I mean, he'll fumble once in a while. A.J. Dillon will fumble once in a while. But you're not turning the ball over a whole lot. Right. Um, so if you can force one, that's one bonus possession. Mm-hmm. So it, it checks out. Sean, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you think of the def- the defense and where they should go going forward? Fire the coach. <laughs> Where do you think their struggles lie, Shauna? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Uh, pass rush, everything. Can go back to TikTok. Thank it's you. Okay. I'm watching mm-hmm. Holiday Hairstyles. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love doing that. So when I see her, just totally spaced. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. It's hilarious. She looks like Cindy Lou Who right now, anyways. So got the hair up, got mm-hmm. the glasses. Not quite as tall, but yeah, the hair is not quite as tall. I have had my hair as tall as Cindy Lou. Yeah, there was a picture on Facebook. Yeah, I put a bottle in it. It's a Coke bottle in there. Can you do it again? Right now? Sure. No, you don't have to do it right now. Yeah, there's probably give a... Me a... Yeah, where's a Coke bottle? Don't you have them in here? Like a two liter or like a... No, just like a... <laughs> a two liter? <laughs> yeah, give me the Coke bottle. Yeah, have fun. okay. Thanks. <laughs> This will be in our social media channels. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways, back to the defense, Sean. Well, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go offense now. Okay. Lafleur's calling plays, right? I believe so. Yeah. So offensive coordinator is um, Stenovich, Adam Stenovich. So you think he's gonna be back next year, or? Um, 
I think so. I don't think he's anything to lose the job. What? I said he best be. Because <laughs> um, there, there's talks that um, Hackett will get fired already and maybe he'll come back and be the offensive coordinator. Again. Because he was the offensive coordinator, right? Yes. He was the coordinator. Then Luke Getze was the, yep. who was the, the, the new OC for the Bears. <laughs> the back of it just fell down. Yeah, so let's give him a mullet. You got Cindy Lou who Cindy who Lou who mullet. Cindy Lou Cyrus. Yes, yeah, Cindy Lou Cyrus. Because <laughs> I don't have a bobby pin, but yeah, there it is. Cindy Lou Cyrus. Here, wait. <laughs> I love that. This show is awful. Um, <laughs> We've been up to no good. But yes, yeah, so I Stenovich I think will be around. I I don't like I said I don't think he's done anything to lose the job per se. Yeah, but I I could see Lafleur coming in and just redoing everything and see typically especially, especially so if Hackett gets fired. Here's what I'll say about that: typically, you don't make that wide scale changes like that. Like offense, you know, he's mm-hmm. an offensive coach, right? Right. You don't make those widespread changes like that unless your job is being threatened. I I feel like it could be. I mean, Maddie's. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I feel like he really could. could be I don't think block. he's on a hot seat this year. I think if next year, it's, if get, they, it's getting warm though. If depending on what they do this offseason, depending on who your quarterback is, depending on you know what your philosophy is for next year's team. If you're in win now mode and you have another season like this, I think you absolutely have that conversation. But where they are this year, where you've gone 13 four, and you're having one down year which has been uh, presumably from a lot of injuries and guys kind yeah, of... but we've had injuries. Injuries other years. You you talked about... I don't think it's been to this level, though. Why not? Well, I think they kind of got... You know, we t- we've talked about this, where they, I think they got kind of caught with their pants down. We didn't have a solid number one offensive option. Or at least... Our, our number one option is running the football. Right. And for whatever reason, they didn't do it. You we've know, had I, I, healthy running backs all year, so... I, I don't agree with you saying that, but I, I I guess I go with wide receiver, but. Well, what I would kind of say with that is why they didn't run the ball more. Again, this is in retrospect, not week by week, but in retrospect, because you didn't have that true number one receiver to necessarily spread the field, maybe it made running the ball a lot harder. I'd have to, you I, know, I, I, I'd I have to know. have Mason look back at the film and see if that's supported. But when you have, you know, eight, nine guys in the box every game or every play, basically, because they're, they're daring you to throw the ball and you got you don't have guys that could get open. Um, you know, I'd buy that, at least being part of the struggle. Yeah, but you still got to cover guys. I mean, it's. You still got man on man or whatever. Yeah, I, you're right. I think that's part of it. But um, like I said, if they're in a win now mode, I, you know, I. I think next year you maybe have that conversation depending on how next year goes. I'd entertain that conversation. Because um, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think there's a better option out there, though, either. You know, you look at where... Sean, Sean Payton? Are we sure he's a better option than Matt LaFleur, though? Why wouldn't he be? He's look been at, out look, of the league for a year. Look at the Saints this year and how bad they've been with without him. I suppose, but it's not like they have a quarterback. I'm not... They, Andy the Dalton, red, red Rocket. Yeah, Andy Dalton is not on the same level as 
as Aaron Rodgers, even with a bad thumb and bad ribs. Yeah, exactly. So give Sean Payton, Aaron Rodgers, look what he did with Drew Brees. Won a lot of regular season games, couldn't win the playoffs, except one year. It's Aaron Rodgers. Same thing. <laughs> Same story. I, I got you with that one, didn't I? But um see how he, see how he just keeps keeps going and he doesn't doesn't even want to go there. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers doesn't play defense. Neither does Drew Brees. I didn't see, this wasn't a knock on Drew Brees. This was a knock on Sean Payton. And then he turns it around. Okay. That's whatever. how it's done. That's how it's done. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um so yeah, I mean there's been a lot more negatives than positive this year. That's what's oh, gonna happen. You're yeah. five and eight. Um four more games minimum on the season. You probably assume that's gonna be those or no, five more games on the season. Um minimum. And uh no, it is four. Where the fuck yeah. am I talking about? Why why are you saying minimum? Well like we're gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> So it, when it's I mathematically asked, possible. When I That's asked him earlier if he has this glimmer of hope, it's a lot bigger than he had anticipated. No, I'm it saying is. mathematically it's still possible. No, it's like he's got he's got like a fifty. His 50. window window went from this yeah. with them losing yep. to it's 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 about this wide now. Yeah. So he said no to save face and have everybody not be like, oh no, Eric, it, come it's on. legitimately there there is it's, virtually zero it's hope. It's mathematically possible. It though, is Sean. mathematically possible. You have to get a lot of help from other teams and you've got to win out, which I'm not sure they can do. And I'm not sure I'd even be comfortable if they do win out, which again won't happen. I'm gonna go on record saying will not happen. <clears throat> will not happen. Cool as it did, though. So, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Will not happen. There it is. And then you've got to get home. help. You've got to get help from basically anybody who plays Washington, basically anybody who plays um, Giants. the Giants, and anybody who plays Seattle. Well, Seattle um, and the 49ers. Yeah. So you got to get a lot of help. And when you need that much help, it's very unlikely. No. But mathematically, still possible. <laughs> mathematically, Eric is still hoping. No, because honestly, like, this isn't a Super Bowl team. So absolutely not. With that in mind, I mean, it's kind of like a weird. You're in a weird spot. You know, you're at a. You know, obviously, you want to win on any individual Sunday. Mm. So, like that is part of the the rooting reason. So why are we still trying to win? That's still guys' contracts and stuff. I mean, that's that's livelihoods. You don't go out and throw a game. Yeah, but it's draft picks, man. You you could go start Jordan Love for these last four games, like we talked about last week. See what you got. This draft is a really good quarterback draft. If you don't have anything in Jordan Love, you trade him, get rid of him. Bet you the Patriots would take him, or somebody somebody along those lines. But and then. You maybe take another quarterback here in this draft. I don't disagree with any of that, but but they're not going to do it. But just but that's we have a four-time MVP back-to-back guy no, just, sitting on the bench. The reality of the situation, they're not going to do that. As much as they maybe should or shouldn't, they're not going to. So, Eric, are you sitting in the front office? Do you know for sure? 
I consider the high degree of confidence they're not going to. Well, how do you know? Because he's Eric Fisher. And he knows everything. Mm -hmm. Well, because here's what's going to happen. They're going to beat the Rams. No, they the won't. They're, they're going to beat the Rams. They're coming off a bye. They're going to be rusty. A Monday Night Football at home, they're going to beat the Rams. I'm going to say they don't. They're going to go to Christmas Day, probably lose to the Dolphins. And then they're going to get two games to look at Jordan Love if they go that route. So why not give them four? They're already out. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that they're not going to do that. Sean. Because they would have already done that this week. You have a four-time MVP back-to-back <laughs> guy why would you sit him i'm just saying what they're what's going to happen so if he comes in the next year nursing this thumb again <laughs> if his thumb isn't healed over the summer that is ridiculous i'd agree but i'm just telling you what's going to happen okay, hold on. sean it's going to happen because he's a four-time back-to-back right. mvp yeah. What are his other credentials? One-time Super Bowl winner, Super quarterback for 19 years. Yeah, but he wasn't starting quarterback for 19 years. Tell me where I'm wrong, though. Tell me in what actually practicality is going to happen. Not what should happen, but tell me what I'm wrong at. They're going to stick Jordan Love in and let they're, him play. They're going to they're gonna play Aaron Rodgers all the rest of the year because they're stupid. I, I don't disagree. That's what I'm saying. And then... We're not going to get a good look at Jordan Love in this draft, and then we're going to struggle next year again, and we're going to end up taking some dirt, nah, I'm not going dirt bag, but some Joe Schmo off the street in the draft, and it's going to be a bust, and we're here we're going to sit for who knows how long. Right, that's exactly, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you on any of that. That's what is probably going to happen, if that's how it pans out. If they were going to start Jordan Love, it should have been this last week. Wait a minute. Do you agree that we should bench the four-time back-to-back MVP? Is that what should, I just heard? I think they should have last week. Did it get if a they were going chillier to, in here? I said that last week on the show. You can go back he, and check did, the tapes. He did say it last week. Oh, just kidding. Never mind. Okay. He did say it last I week. I rescind my thoughts. Never mind. But they but, didn't. But he was very, very up. He was very happy when they did start Aaron Rodgers. Just yeah. To, just I to like make winning. us... Just to make us mad. And okay, then, right. I feel like you could have won this game with Jordan Love. Probably. I don't disagree with that. But what ended up happening is they didn't. So here we are. And like I said, they're going to come off the bye. So Beach picks. volleyball. What? <laughs> it's time for our picks. You're um, not going to delete that? No. Oh, dang. Okay. Eric's so Shauna does have the lead still. Yeah, by quite a hefty amount here, boys. Um, let's take a look. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're oh, right going here. the wrong way. Okay, so Eric. 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 Eric finally caught up to Sean, by the way. Yeah, and we have a we have a we have a tie here, boys. Uh so this is your record? Yes. You are both. 91 and 98. We suck. But good old Sharna over here. 101 and 86. I'm not just piss you off a little bit. A little bit. Are you guys going to buy me a pedicure if I win that? No. Why? Why you... I bet you Carolyn would like a pedicure. You buy her a pedicure. Eric has to buy me a pedicure. No. Mm. <laughs> I'll work it out, Carolyn. Don't worry. Okay. All right. So picks this week. Uh, Thursday night football, we got Raiders, Rams, 
and the Raiders are six and a half point favorites. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders. Well, sure. No, she's just gonna pick pick all of our teams so we can't catch up. <laughs> see, <laughs> see how it is. All right, then we go to Sunday uh, noon games on Sunday. You got Jets at Bills. Bills at nine and a half, trying to avenge that Ooh. earlier season loss. Ooh. We know who Sean is gonna go with. Obviously, the Bills. I think the Bills get it done at home too. Think so? Nine and a half is a lot, but I think they're coming for blood. So I'm riding the Mike White train, going Jets. Wow! All right, next game. This is why <laughs> we'll talk about that on Sunday. Okay. Ohio's finest. We got the Browns at the Bengals, and the Bengals six point favorite. Can we talk how bad Deshaun Watson looked on Sunday? Not great. He looked terrible. Looked like a guy who hasn't played in two years. Their defense scored three touchdowns. Yeah, like that, I said. That's what kind of won me my fantasy matchup, not going to lie. Looked like a guy who hasn't played in two years. Two years. So Even against the Texans. Yeah, that's rough. Um, Sorry. Sorry to cut you off, but. No, you're good. We know who Sean is going to pick. It's Joey. Joey. Yeah. Hard eyes. Um, I'm also going to go Bengals. Yeah, me too. I think they'll win that by, by a touchdown. Um, next game, another in-state matchup, Texans versus Cowboys. <sighs> Cowboys by 16 and a half. <laughs> and you know what? I think the Cowboys cover that too. Yeah, I agree with you. What they, what they beat? They beat Indianapolis by like what? 54 to 54 19. 19. Like Same. So. It's a high uh, scoring team. So here's a little bit of a shock. Vikings, Lions. Yeah, the, I see. I the see Lions this. are a two and a half point favorite, which, <gasps> granted, is because you know the home team three points basically. But but even still, three point or two and a half points for the Lions. What time is this game at? This is a noon game. Oh. Uh, we're probably gonna get this. Is probably gonna be our game of the week mm-hmm. on Fox, oh. or not our game of the week, but yeah, but the game Kirk, we have. what I'm saying about Kirk, Kirk is Kirk, Captain Kirk. Kirk is hot at noon o'clock. Yeah, the Lions look good though. Mm-hmm. And they destroyed Jacksonville. That game's in Detroit, too. All right. You talk me into it, Lions. I feel like I have to go. Yeah. Way, but I'm going I'm going Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota, too. I don't want to. That one hurts. I, wa- I want to go with the Lions there. <laughs> Did you like the TikTok I sent you of Jamal, of Jamal yes. Williams? <laughs> yes. Doing, doing to... If you like <laughs> to talk. Two tomatoes. Because it fit absolutely perfect. It was great. <laughs> All right. Um, Jaguars, Titans. And the Titans are a four-point favorite. We don't know uh, the status of Trevor Lawrence. He did have, I believe he was out of practice today Ooh. with an injury uh, that he suffered in the Detroit game. Uh, that turf, but he does expect to play, uh, did reveal that he was relieved that the toe injury wasn't more serious. Um, but he did not practice today because of a sprained left big toe. <laughs> That's so specific. Right. You know, usually you get like it's an upper body injury. Toe. You get like upper body, lower body, leg, foot, sprained left big toe. Um, Does that really affect your play that much? Yeah. I don't know if it's your planned foot. I guess. You know, he's a right-handed quarterback, so but can't he steps just, into like, a throw. Wrap it up? Well, yeah, but then you get a bigger just, shoe. Uncomfortable. You know what? I'm gonna take the Jags in this one. I know they the just Jags? got. I know they just got boat raced by Detroit, but the Titans didn't look good against the Eagles, which 
I guess isn't a huge say, statement, but but I'm I'm going Titans just because I know Derrick Henry is going to have a big game for Shauna in the week that he doesn't need him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's that. Oh, I was I'm also going the Titans, but every time Derrick Henry has had a crappy game, the week mm. after he like goes on like a vengeance run or whatever the heck it is, and he has like a banging game. So yeah. that's of course what's going to happen. So Titans. All right, Eagles, Giants, Philadelphia by seven. Eagles. I'm also going Eagles, yeah. Same Z's. I, uh, I don't think the Giants stand a chance. Ravens, Steelers, no Ooh. Lamar. Yeah. They're going to go with Tight. Tyler Hunt, Huntley. Hunt, Hunt, Huntley. And they signed Brett Hundley to be oh, the backup. Did? Okay. Who, what's, what's the spread on here? Uh, this is the Ravens by two and a half. Ooh. See, Tyler Hunt Huntley yep. is a great backup because he's basically Walmart yeah. Lamar Jackson. And he fits that team very mm-hmm. well. Um was he on our team for a little bit? No, Brett happened? Hundley. Hundley was. Was. Oh, okay. Why do they all have like the same last name? It's a deeper question than yeah. we're gonna cover on this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, when mommies and daddies love each other, <laughs> D- different angle, Sean. Different oh, angle. Oh. Um, where were you gonna go? Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, I'm now. going. I'm going Baltimore. Um, I think Raven Ravens pulled this off. Kenny Pickett struggled. See, he's looked good at times too. That game's in Pittsburgh. I'm going Steelers. I'm going Steelers too. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel good about that one. I I. That's truly a toss-up. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much a toss-up. So, uh, next game: Chiefs, Broncos. Oh, geez. Chiefs are nine and a half at home. Only or nine. no, a nine and a half on the road. Only nine and a half. Well, the Broncos suck. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Thought, Only yeah, nine we and a half. Yeah, having a bigger yeah. spread here. Chiefs, Chiefs for sure. Same. Uh, Buccaneers, 49ers. The 49ers are a three and a half point favorite with Brock Purdy as the quarterback. Um, what happened to Jimbo? Broke his foot. Yeah, broke his foot. Okay, what? They're a four and a half point favorite. Three and a half. Which has a lot. I mean, they, Brock Purdy did come out and was throwing dimes. Mister Irrelevant. Looking more like Mister Relevant mm-hmm. was the joke all week. I can't take credit for it, nor do I want to. But no. Um, you, you make some pretty corny jokes. But I know I do, but not that. I'm 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 going 49ers. I just want to know who their other backup is, though. They signed James Johnson. Who the fuck is that? He's played for 14 teams. He's the guy that... He's Vinny Tesverdi 2.0. He's he's the record holder for most teams played for. Good for him. I'm pretty sure, because I I think I seen something about it this week. I think that's who it was. Good for him. I can't write Jimmy. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Okay, not James Johnson. I still have never heard of this guy. I mean, I'm sure I've seen him play like a billion times because mm-hmm. you play on 14 teams. Right. That's what's going to happen. But, yeah, I can genuinely say I don't think I've ever seen him. His fourth stint with the 49ers. Right. Because that's what it says, right? 14 teams? Yeah, he's also played with the Sacramento Mountain Lions of the UFL, which isn't even a league anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played in the AAF, the XFL. Wow. This guy's gotten around. Uh-huh. You know what? Fuck it. 49ers. I'm in. Same. Ooh, you're not taking Tommy? I never take Tommy. And the fact that I can't write Jimmy with hard eyes on this one <laughs> makes me sad. So 
I yeah, Tom. You could put no. Christian, Christian McCaffrey. I don't think I like that guy. I think he's a good looking dude. No, no. Your standards of beauty are weird. Whatever. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say that because you think I'm pretty, but whatever. Yeah, we're, let's not touch that one. Uh, Panthers Seahawks with the Seahawks is a three and a half point favorite. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. There's not a whole lot of good games. No. Samesies. I'm going the Hawks. Um, <laughs> the, the Hogs. <laughs> my leg. Uvula stuck to my tongue. <laughs> the Hawks. What? Uh, Sunday Night Football. Dolphins Chargers. Miami by three. Um, Miami. I'm going Chargers. I think they're due for a bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to take the, the Finns. And then Monday Night Football, Patriots, Cardinals, Ooh. New England by one and a half. Oh. I'll go cards. I think I saw that the Cardinals haven't won since Call of Duty's come out. <laughs> so, which, which makes sense. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think that trend continues. I think it's a giant coincidence. I think, you know, everyone makes a joke about Kyler Murray playing yeah. video games, but... That just sounds about right. So I'm going to say that that trend continues. Go mm-hmm. Patriots. I'm going to go the Cardinals. Damn it. Just keeps taking. At least you could go with his teams. Then I could keep up. Well, I did Dolphins. One. Um, we got yeah. one college football <laughs> game this weekend. And this is one of the all-time games of the year. Uh, oh, Navy and Army. Uh, Navy is favored by two and a half. I'm going to go... I can't remember what the trend on this because it broke last year, didn't it? I think so. Navy's the boats, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go Navy. <laughs> boats and hoes. Uh, I'm going to go Navy as well <laughs> because I like their like their space uniforms. I think that's pretty cool. Like, okay, yeah. don't try to pull a Shauna here and, be, and go with. on colors. That's exactly what I'm going with. I'll, I'll, I'll be the different one. I'll go Army. This is always a great game of our mm-hmm. show. It's... I, I I love the the old style football that they play. Option football. Mm-hmm. They throw. Here's here's how their quarterback for um for Army has thrown thirty six times this year. The whole year, yeah, exactly. And the quarterback for Navy has thrown ninety one times this year. Nice. Is that a lot? No, no. Um, by comparison, I think Graham Mertz is throwing. I mean, he's probably thrown 30 times in one game. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And, All right. And they throw that many times for the whole season. Um, so, yeah, that's that game. Um, really? Yeah, no other, no other college games, right? Yeah, that's the only one until bowl season starts, mm-hmm. uh, which we can probably go through and do one of those later. Yeah. Next week, we'll probably do a whole bowl breakdown for our 100th episode. Woo! That's a big milestone. Um, Are we I mean, done picking? Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, there's really no, really NBA nothing. and NCAA lines don't come out till day of usually now. What about World Cup? Nothing in World Cup? Or... Uh, I don't even know who's fucking playing anymore. No, because Team USA got demolished. Um, we've got. Who's even, they even put, They don't even put odds in these. Hey, you know what we could pick? What's that? The winner of the Cruiserweight Championship. That's true. So we've got per, uh, Perfection, Johnny CK, and TW3, who's the reigning champion. Okay, Perfection, 
Johnny CK and TW3. Yes, I'm going to say TW3 retains. Okay. I'll go Johnny CK. I think he becomes a new guy. Okay, question. Okay. Are they all fighting at the same time? Yes, yes it's, a, it's an elimination match. Whoa. It's a triple threat elimination match. That's something new I've never seen. Um, well, see, I feel like I got to root for somebody like different than the two of you. Who is this perfection fella? He's like yay vague. Um, I, I don't think he's going to win. I'm going to put it that way. Well, do, do we I'm going to root for the underdog perfection. All right. So we're rooting for who gets the belt. Yeah. Yep. Oh, who wins? yeah. I'm not winning this one. Good. Well, this is this is Good. a nod to the two. Of you. Okay, Sean. This is a little nod to the two of you, but yeah, I'm going perfection. To answer that, your... that that's the the far the far right in the poster. Oh, the far right. Oh, he looks cool. He's got a, like a nice yeah, furry coat on. He's a heel. We don't like him. We usually like the heels, but we don't like him. And who is TW? Oh, Johnny. C okay. It goes left to right, Sean. Uh, right. I, I, I see that now. I see that now. Um, yeah, I'm going to go perfection. I I think he looks... He looks like Does a, he look like a champion to you? Like a force he, to he, be reckoned with. He reminds me of... Um, uh, Johnny Nitro? Johnny Mercury? No, 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 no. Who is... Hornswoggle? Tyler, Tyler. Tyler Breeze? Tyler Breeze, Yes. Kinda. You know what? Out of the three of them, though, he does look like the most champion. It's the glasses. It's the furry coat for me. He looks more of like probably a manager than a fighter. But you know what? Perfection. I'm 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 rooting for you, bud. Uh, all right. Well, that's the last of our picks for the week. And with that, we just have our closing time, which in honor of RPW, mm -hmm. he uh, Destiny 2, we're going to use the watering hole. Sean, what do you got for us in the watering hole? The watering hole um, is a bar. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is also a beach volleyball. Sand volleyball. Beach. Yeah, Technically, be it's sand, but it's, it's beach volleyball. Sand volleyball, whatever. Um, Jody S. Do we read the the reviewers' names? Good ones, yeah. Okay, well, he gave it a four-star review five months ago. Baked cod was delicious, generous portion size. Order of cheese curds is enough to feed four people. What's the overall rating? <sighs> Three and a half. Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah, you know, the the people are the people are talking about um, a lot of the bands, you know. Um, so the Water Hole really is a unique venue for mm -hmm. Green Bay. You've got the volleyball slash concert area. I've been to con we've been to, yeah. I've been to two concerts there. Went to Parmalee there. Parmalee, and we I went to Hollywood Undead there. Um, really unique venue, and now we've been there a few times now for RPW events. Great venue for wrestling too. Gro growing up, middle school, we played a dodgeball tournament there. I remember doing that. We've also um, done the polar plunge there. Uh huh. Hmm. It's a 4.3 star rating, by the way, on, on Google. Okay, well, I'm on Yelp. So on Yelp, it has a three and a half. Oh, let's see. A couple other reviews here. Um, DJ Swags. <laughs> <laughs> the watering hole has been a beloved venue since I was knee high to a gopher. I've been there eight years straight for Tundra Bowl. Great bartenders. Tundra Bowl? That sounds Knee fun. high to a gopher? <laughs> 
never heard that. Must before. be Friendly, Minnesota. Friendly environment, nice areas designated for sand. Volleyball drinks are good. Not watered down like in some bars. Well, um, Barb Keating says they have a great lunch buffet on Thursdays. The food is good there, and the staff is really nice. Nice. I've heard good things about their fish. Their fish is really good. Um, beer prices are cheap. How come we've never been there, Eric? Yeah, there's a lot of places do, we haven't been you, to. Do you not take Sean O for fish on Friday nights? Not really. What's well, your disappointment? How does turn on me? Because there's so many places that we say we want to go, and then we go to the same three places every single time we go out. Culver's, Taco Bell, McDonald's. <laughs> no, <laughs> a new place for you this weekend. Okay, but that was in Appleton. There's so many places in Green Bay I want to go. Well, and we never go. Well, we we're, go, go we're going to dinner else. beforehand. So where do you want to go Saturday? We can eat there. We're gonna eat at the watering hole. I don't know. Well, we'll talk. We'll talky talk. That's off air conversation. We'll okay. we'll talk about that on Saturday. Um, by the way, so just real quick here before we wrap up, check out our social media pages for our draft, our our big announcement which we had at the beginning of the show, and we'll have some RPW content coming this weekend. Um, should be a blast. Can't wait to be back at the watering hole for that. With that, we're wrapping up with what we are rooting for in the upcoming week. I'm gonna start it off. RPW. That's the low hanging um, fruit, Eric. I don't care. Um, <laughs> just another. It's a great time. I hope to see you all there. Tickets are available. RPWProWrestling.com. Uh, look sharp in the Appleton Mall and at the watering hole itself. Uh, tickets are also available at the door. I believe they're five dollars more per ticket if you don't get them in advance. Um, have a fun night. Bring the kids. Bring the family awesome event the you know indie wrestling is really cool in the sense that you actually get to meet a lot of the wrestlers in the intermission um a lot of stuff that you can't see on tv and you really kind of get to see the roots of what you see on tv of pro wrestling plus plenty of people who've been on tv uh silas young is facing off with xavier walker for the rpw heavyweight champion uh silas young is from appleton um one of the top 100 wrestlers last year i believe on the pwi list um the last real man he's been big in impact he was big in roh definitely a great person to watch um a lot of people who worked with him and been inspired by him our match we have tw3 who was trained by hornswoggle um dylan postal 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 thank you um so yeah you just can see where a lot of guys started and this is kind of the the roots for a lot of guys for wisconsin like what i did there um so check it out that was that was so corny that was cheesy it is what it is but a good segue yeah good Um, segue so that's my root for sean what do you got um i was gonna go the same thing because i'm i'm really excited it's my first technically indie show that i've gone to what is it technically i'm curious why you say technically because i think i've i don't know if i've gone to I don't know, I consider, not that I consider a house, like the WWE house shows indie, but I know they're not. Sure. But, but they're, it's just different. It's just, just going to be a totally different thing than I've been to before. Yeah. And I, I'm real excited about it. All right. And Sean, what do you got for what you're rooting for? You know what? I'm rooting for some fun wedding stuff we get to do this weekend. All right. <laughs> do, you, do you know what you're doing? I have an inkling. <laughs> um, it's just exciting. It's like getting stuff in motion, which is exciting. So. <laughs> <laughs>
right, on that note, episode 99 is in the books for Ramsey and Justin, who aren't here. For Sean, Sean, on myself, Eric. Episode 99 is in the books. We're out. See you. See you. See you later.